What are you doing? I was. I, what the fuck are you doing? I thought it would be a cool idea if I could just put my phone up on my mic stand, what the fuck, what the and then I would be able to. Then I would be able to see pick your fucking phone up. What are you doing? I don't want to now. Okay, well because then I look silly. Now it sits there forever. No, well I have to get it eventually. It's on camera. The camera sees oh, you. You got to pick it up. You got to do it. Shit. Do it now or later. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Dropping your phone like a fucking fool to start shit off. Hey, I've done dumber things in front of more people, so I'll live. Well, anyway. Is it cracked? No, of course not. Never cracked my phone. I cracked my phone for the first time um, a couple months ago, and then this weekend I sustained the second crack. Are you seriously going to try to try do this? To do it. Are you? I, I hope it breaks. I'm so smart. You know, I'm not an evil son of a bitch. Yeah, but if I were, I could just shake this table. Why you do that? And I make just... it fall as much as I want it to. Fine, you big baby. Because I have control over You're the this biggest entire baby rig. around. Look at that. You see how much control I have You're over this entire You're a physically large rig? baby. You're a baby who is tall. Hold your phone like That a... is what I have to say. Hold your phone like a person. No. I'm not a person. Then put your phone in your gut like, and let it sit there in your shame, lodged in like that teacher from school. I What? That teacher from, from college, from Dawson. The fuck are you talking about? I told you about my friend's teacher from Dawson who had a giant gut and he would put the book in his stomach and then he'd write oh, on I the board. Oh, I definitely never heard this oh, story. Oh, yeah. So his teacher would write on the, on the blackboard and he would use the space of his gut and the board pressed against it as the holder for his book. So That's he could, useful. He could read from it. See? And then as he would write further and further across the board and get further down... Uh, his gut would also then erase what was previously written on the board as he moved from left to right. That's smart. It's a comedic but perfect use of his body shape. That's great. See, that's thinking ahead yep. or thinking smart or so, so something. Perfect. Hold on a second while I hit this sound effect. Can we get this real loud? You can hit that. Oh, that's good. There you go. Yep. Good morning. Good morning. I think I made it here the fastest I've ever made it. And I got all the way over here in like 10 minutes. By the the power of car. Because I was like, I woke up at noon. And I was like, yeah, I'm good for the podcast. Fuck that though. And then slept till 1240. No shit. Yeah. Okay. You look like it. Yeah, I do. That's cool. Um, no, I'm, I, I'm still fucked up on jet lag and i haven't like oh, you haven't been to bed at all well here's what sucks my body is Did now you get like five days ago but here's the problem now my body is n- at a normal but that means that i hate it so come eight o'clock i start to get a little bit sleepy come 10 p.m i'm like super super sleepy midnight i'm dead and uh at like 5.30, I'm just naturally waking up. Yeah. And I, I hate it because I'm not a fucking farmer. So... What? I don't I don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. I'm not one of those. So I don't need to have this fucking up with the sunrise bullshit in my life. 
And because I'm productive at night, I'm trying to stay up so that I can actually get work done. Yeah. But I can't get work done because I'm always fucking tired after the one event of the day. So I haven't been able to do any of the Japan stuff I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll just do it at six a.m. Yeah. So this shit sucks. I had that happen to me like a couple months ago where I screwed <clears> up my sleep and I was like waking up at eight a.m. and going to bed at ten p.m. Like the ideal adult schedule, sleeping a good eight hours, waking up rested, and I'm like, this sucks ass. I start streams at eight p.m. Yeah. I'm like an hour in. I'm like, oh yeah. Wow, time for bed. It's like fuck that. That's useless. Yeah, no, you get you get one thing in, one activity in for the day, and by the time you fucking have a meal and come back home, that's it. That's that's it. You're you're tuckered out. Um, just sleep later and later every day. And I'm uh, and I I've been like dabbling with a little bit of melatonin here and there to try and reset things but i don't want to go too far because i know that your body gets too uh, acclimated way too quickly on that and it stops being effective like near instantly. you know you should you, uh, hey i have good advice for you if you need to sleep at a certain time just drink just drink a bunch drinking a bunch will make you sleepy well i drank a bunch yesterday because it was celebrating the weekend yeah. We had uh, DreamHack Montreal. Mm-hmm. So DreamHack, the big uh, LAN event, also becoming known as uh, an FGC event, you know? My mom asked me if I was going to that. Really? And I was like, what? Uh, well, you know, it it is a big video game thing. Yeah. So it's not... That, that was her reasoning. questioning in the world. She was like, but video games, Patrick? I'm like, no, mom. But uh yeah so what we what we uh we did we had 2019 this year and as you know I've been pimping and pushing uh I was there in sort of ambassadorial capacity. Oh shit I forgot to take one of the uh they printed out cuz there's a meet and greet and they printed out um like hockey cards including a wooly hockey card of me holding a portrait of me holding a portrait. Oh, do you not have your hockey card? Um, it's it's somewhere over there. Okay, but you do own your own hockey card. I do own my own hockey now. card. It was pretty hilarious handing them out to my friends and people I've known for years. See, that's good. Being Signing them, being like, here you go, kid. That's good. Hey. You know, don't hey, quit your hey, day Reggie, job. Hey, Reggie, here it is. Here's your own very wooly Perf- hockey card. Totally. Enjoy Every, it. Everyone got super excited. In fact, one of my friends walking by... Uh, Happened to just be like, oh, hey, what's going on over here? And I threw a signed card at him. And he's like, what is this? And then someone was like, no, stand over this way. And I'm like, now pose for the Polaroid and the commemorative signed thing because it was right at a signing. And everything was just, he was just like, I don't, Wooly, what is, why are you doing this? Please stop. Hey, old friend, I'm sorry you forgot that I'm important. It Mm. got very uncomfortable. Mm. But then it got extremely comfortable. It was hilarious. Um, I loved it. But yeah, so DreamHack takes place. Uh, it's over at the uh, Olympic Stadium. It's the big O. And you always forget as you approach the Olympic Stadium that it's not in the middle of any sort of It's out in the middle of nowhere. Anything. You are literally right next to people's homes and apartments. It's like, a weird place. Facing. You have the giant Olympic Stadium and immediately across the street are people just trying to live their lives and a depreneur. Did you... I literally walked to that depenner. I got myself a Red Bull and a couple other things for the day. And there was 
an old grandmama with blue hair yeah ordering her her fucking pack of smokes and her yeah. lotto quebec yeah. <laughs> like thing doing like the most the most quebec moment possible in day-to-day life was happening right across Let me from ask you a question because the, the 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 big o and the olympics was 1967 no it can't be an odd expo year. 67 isn't that what no the, that's a different thing it was 1964. Okay, well, anyways. Whatever. Middle 60s, right? Sure. The houses around there look like they could have been built before that or around the same time. They're pretty old. Because all I can think of is, did those exist when the Olympics were happening? Because if they did, that would have been fucked oh. to live there. Oh, they... I'm going to look at that area and say they 100% definitely just dropped it in the middle of a suburb. That would have been... that, And... The funniest. It's like a lower middle class neighborhood too. It's not like fancy. It's like really. It's like a step above Verdun. No, there's a couple of apartments and there's a couple of duplexes. It's just a fucking suburb. Yeah. Um, The uh, to those of you who don't know what a depanner is, you may know it as a convenience store or a bodega. But when we're talking about Quebec and Grandma Mouse, yeah, we're talking about a depanner. So uh, it was really quite. The funniest part about having it out at the Big O is that, like, sometimes when uh, guests come out from America or other places, and, like, usually there's someone to help show them around town and go, like, hey, let's go here. Oh, my God. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. But there's been a couple instances I've been, I've heard stories of where some players came to visit and did not know where to go and did not know that this was not the representative, like, visiting area that you should be in for for tourism montreal fuck so they just walked around outside the big o and they found their way over a few streets over on uh where they've got those dives on pniff <laughs> and and they and like literally this is montreal huh yeah yeah and like i i forgot who told me the story about someone who was just tweeting that they went to some dive bar and just some ratchet ass like Quebecois white girl trying to twerk and they were just un- they don't know what they walked into and a bunch of French hicks were just all having a big uh whatever the fuck uh, a French a Quebecois hoedown would be called the important thing <laughs> is that you discovered our city's real culture and they were just like what the fuck is this place and uh to and they had some some um Instagram stories of it just going this is Montreal I see I understand now, and we're just like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a trashy neighborhood. That that yeah, that's not where you should be. No, we're supposed to take you to Saint Catherine or or Saint Laurent. We're gonna have a big tournament for worldwide players. We're gonna have it down to the point. Come on down to the point. Oh Wander around the point at night. Oh my god, no! <laughs> like, hey Daigo, you want to hang out in Point Saint Charles? <laughs> See what the real nightlife is like. Yeah, fuck. Meet that's... some interesting people. Oof. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway. Our city's stupid. I like it, though. You boys looking for a money match? Nah, (laughs) ma'am. Nah. First to five? Nah, (laughs) man. No, Uh, thank you. Yep, well. Anyway, so uh, DreamHack was cool. We had um, Street Fighter was not a premiere event this year so last year it was the crazy big thing and like all the 
huge players all were the there. Five, five people were there. Right. All well, no, like we like last time you had like um, like Nemo and John Takeuchi and Jay Wong and a bunch of people traveled out to get their points. Um, oh, the seed to get their CPT. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. A seed. It's a seed tournament. Seed. Yeah. Oh, last year. Yeah. Yes. Right. This year, uh, Street Fighter was not, but Mortal Kombat and Tekken both were. Okay. So, in exchange, we didn't have anyone coming out for Capcom stuff, but uh, Mortal Kombat... Well, okay, Tekken actually had, like, some super good players coming out, including JDCR, who's, like, a pretty legendary, like, Tekken uh, player. And then uh, Mortal Kombat had a top eight... That was basically the Evo top eight. Oh yeah, every everyone that is currently a beast in MK was there. Uh, Sonic Fox came out. Dragon was there. Mm-hmm. Gur, uh, Deoxys, Honeybee, just all these amazing, amazing like like motherfuckers were in town to try and get those uh, get those points and get that bonus. So it was a really exciting uh, 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 FGC event i'll mm-hmm. say i had a fun time hanging out and seeing what the friends what percentage of the total event would you say was fgc related well that's kind of the second topic uh that we got into so it was really interesting because i walked in and i saw the corner that we have and i was like okay that's us right yeah and we're you know um and it seemed fairly normal but i guess i didn't realize but but it was also like it was on a friday so like people <laughs> if you're at if you have a, a weekend long LAN. And you have a fighting game tournament in the middle of it. What's going to happen is people who are in the FGC are not going to be paying for that weekend pass. They're going to show up and play their matches. They're going to be paying for that Saturday pass because that's where the day tournament is. Yeah. That's the venue fee that they can afford. And if they happen to make it to Sunday, like maybe some friends will hook them up and they'll get a Sunday pass and yeah, come maybe, back to yeah. do that top eight. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, Friday was, you know, pretty pretty light, but ultimately it was people were there mostly for Smash. Um, Smash rule set was interesting because uh, Z, the guy that runs it, decided to have it be like Banjo is out. He's allowed to be used unless your opponent decides you do, he doesn't want to fight Banjo. In which case, then it's like a soft ban type situation. So hmm. I was about my initial gut reaction was that's bullshit, and then I'm like Banjo came out like four days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of. <laughs> It's ridiculously soon. Some people would have had that character come out during the travel time that it took to get to Montreal. So, um, so yeah. So what ends up happening is uh, that area ends up being pretty crowded on Saturday. Uh, when I walked in, I didn't really notice that. I went to check out like StarCraft. I was watching a couple StarCraft matches with Reggie and some friends. And just taking note of like the level of production... The amazing lighting on the stage, the fact that they had a giant crane camera tracking everybody, and then the huge banners left and right of the main screen with both players doing the esports pose. Let me let me get in real close and be like esports, esports, sports, 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 sports. Well, because Starcrafts um, had like nine, ten years of production to build up on. Then I looked over in the section next to that, which was of course the Rocket League section, oh, which had man. a significantly shorter time. But also had insane levels of production, lighting, and hype. Uh, got to meet one of the commentators, the big commentators for that, who, who came out and uh, shook hands. And they had, I believe, a $100,000 pop bonus 
for the winning, yeah, the, you know, uh, uh, for the the top placement there. So that was fucking insane, you know. And then of course there's you got your BYOCs and your Rainbow Six and your just all your big games, yeah. you know. Um, and I was just like, yep. So you know, and you walked past all that, and then you go, let's head back over to the fighting game section where it's going to be a fraction of that. And, in terms you know, of- it's it's next to the trash door. Where you know the people are throwing out their trash, and there's the there's the used syringe deposit bin. So I was just mentally having the same conversation I've been having for my entire life about the disparity between these things, right? And how you know I kind of like me and my I was kind of laughing with my friends where it's just kind of say I was kind of saying like it's almost as if a genre that like made a name for itself on not being friendly to beginners ten years ago is now snowballing into a not-friendly-for-beginners type of situation. So it's almost as if the growth didn't happen. It's, it's funny. <laughs> as a result of really aggressive arcade culture back in the day. <laughs> it's, it's funny because, and maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but are you familiar with the interview that Sakurai did about where he got the idea for what type of game Smash Brothers should be way no. back in the day? Uh, I might have heard it, but I don't. So forgot. way back in the day, before like before Smash Brothers was a twinkle in his eye, mm. Sakurai it was an FGC player. Mm-hmm. Dude loved fighting games, mm-hmm. so he's at his local arcade, and he describes himself. I was the kind of player who could usually go for like fifty win streaks or whatever. So I guess you could say I was all right. You're like, okay, Sakurai, all right. But he's sitting there, and he just wants to practice combos against the CPU. That's all he actually wants to do. And he's playing KOF 95. Mm -hmm. And a new player enters across from him when he can't see, Mm -hmm. right? Because of the Japanese-style cabinet. Yep. And it's like, fuck! I don't want... Oh, fine. And just proceeds to body the piss Mm -hmm. out of this person. Mm -hmm. And goes... That's weird. They're playing, like, really weird. And, like, looks over, and it's, like, a young couple on, like, a date. Mm-hmm. And they, like, hopped in to have, like, like a, oh, let's play I'll a fight. It's cool. Mo- yeah, it'll yeah. be a cool moment. And, like, he is, like, ruining their date. Okay. And he's, like, oh. And he thought about, like, and he talks about how, like, in fighting games in the traditional FGC, there was this feeling of, like, if you don't play your fucking hardest and try to crush the soul out of bitches, you're being rude. It depends on where you are. Right. But sure. And, you know, if fighting you're at a competitive game, arcade, then yeah. Fighting games don't have to be like that, man. Fighting right. games can also be a kind of thing where you, you, you just have some fun with your pals. And yeah. it's, it, and that's kind of where the, the genesis of like why mm-hmm. Smash is very party centric and has all these other features. Yeah. And I look at Smash and it's like, for all that I make fun of Smash, Smash is like enormously c- super crazy fucking ridiculous popular. Yeah. So I'll get I'll, I'll put a pin in that because uh, I uh, I had this mental conversation the entire time and I, I've done it a million times over. Just like you know, the thing that I love, which is that grimy ass arcade culture that I grew up in, is also the thing that makes it super unwelcoming back in the day. And you just follow the logical conclusion of that to um, people years later. <laughs> possibly either having memories of that being like, ugh, that was like that those games were hard. 
that was shitty. I never learned anything. Or, I almost got into a fist fight because I threw a guy at a machine. Or, I never went back. Or the non-arcade memory of just, oh yeah, I played it back in the Super Nintendo with my friends. We mashed buttons sometimes. It was kind of fun and that was the end of the thought. Yeah. Right. Either way, you're not taking you're not thinking about it too much or taking it too seriously. And uh, whatever it is, there's something that you kind of have that fast forwarding many, many years later when you see they're still around. You're like, eh, I'm not too interested. I've, n- I've never been too good at those games. Yeah. And then that's the end of the thought. Right. So, um, yeah. So, like, putting all that together now and like seeing how I've, I've I remember there's always been these different theories I've had. I'm like, OK, is it just how difficult the moves are? Right, that's that's part a part of it. it. Yeah. That's a part of it, and but not a giant part because, like, look at League and Dota and how fucking stupid complex that shit well, is. Well, that's the thing, right? And I always and I'm always saying that as a spectator sport, you can look at a fighting game and you see two characters, two life bars. It's the easiest thing to understand. And if you look at StarCraft, I'm like, I know what StarCraft is, but if I didn't, I would be got eyes boggling out of my head, like, yeah. going, what am I staring at? What did he just do? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But yet, still, you can enter into that game as a complete beginner. Click the mouse on the building, click the button, and build the, the, the unit. input complexity is low. Yes. Right? Same thing for any FPS game. You will move forward, backwards, up and down, and pew, you will pew. click the button and shoot, and then that I understand be, that. Your aiming might not be great, but you're playing the game, right? Yeah. There is definitely a feeling of, like, if I can't pull these moves off consistently, like, why, I, how am I supposed to do anything I mm-hmm. want to do if that, that barrier is in the way? So I always thought that might be a thing. Um... It's not, definitely not all of it, right? But it's part of it. Uh, we've seen games come 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 and go. We've talked about like Rising Thunder and such. And Grand Blue is going to be huge, right? Yeah. Smash came along and not only had that um, completely different feeling where the inputs are simple and different, but the entire screen looks different from what you're used to. Yeah. And you have a giant ass fucking cupcake on the on the string, which is. Nintendo characters. Oh, wow. So even if you weren't interested, even if you would look at a fighting game and go, oh, yeah, I've never been good at those. Fuck those. You'd be like, yo, Nintendo characters. I want to play as Link. Yeah. And then that would draw you in. And before you know it, you're into Smash, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so <laughs> and before you know it, odor starts to... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, and so what would happen... Wafted in. Yeah. Wafted no, in I, 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 you weren't taking You weren't taking it, so I had to... I was being polite. All right, and softball that. Uh, so, the one of the good people that worked for DreamHack that I was I was talking to this weekend mentioned he's like, oh yeah, like I saw how the FGC section of the event was the most crowded. It had the most people there, and I was like, really? Yeah, did it? And I was like, yeah. And I guess looking back, going back to that section, I'm like, oh fuck, with all these games, shoulder to shoulder mind, kind of thing. At it times. was packed. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't happening over in the BYOC. That wasn't happening over in the FPS section or in the Rocket League section. But yet still, those games had the bigger spectators, the bigger, in terms of just online, I guess, yeah. not live, and the bigger prizes and the bigger production and the bigger everything because as a whole, these games are way more impactful. But everyone's shoulder to shoulder playing these things here at this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so that got to, that basically, so that, that led to like a big discussion between me and Pedro who's been on my stream a couple times uh about just like what it exactly it takes for quote unquote the the savior to exist in the FGC. What fighting game could come along and make people that never looked at a fighting game twice and consider going, oh, maybe that looks pretty cool. I might want to pick that up. So right? we've we've had this discussion like I endless, think five endlessly, times on the podcast. Yeah. 
And um, it always comes to more or less the same conclusions. But I want to say the only reason why I'm bringing it up this time is because there's something that I think I wasn't considering as much simply because it doesn't overlap with my life and interests. But it became a huge part of this weekend's conversation, uh-huh. right? Uh, you can have a big IP that will take people that were never interested in fighting games but interested in those characters such as Grand Blue or Smash Brothers yeah. and bring them to... Uh, a fighting game and people will be like, oh, yeah, I'll try that out. So, hey, League of Legends, hopefully we'll see what happens with Riot, right? Take the execution out. Sure, that's a whole big deal as well. We've talked about the online being a problem, but I don't think I was considering it from, like, just how much that meant. Because when I think about bad online being a problem in, in, in fighting games, I think about bad online in fighting games... And then my ideal is good online, such as Skullgirls, yeah. right? But that's not what should the what the fight they should be striving for, mm-hmm. right? The actual thing, and this is to fully to fully to Pedro's credit, what he was bringing up is like he's like the biggest hindrance and the biggest in keeping people away, in his opinion, is that the online in any other genre, if you start playing League, Dota for the first time, StarCraft, any of these games, even if the game is insanely hard. The online is a full package that is inviting. It's the primary function. And the and the onboarding as the term, which is like getting players to stick around, is so strong and compelling. There'll be often modes where you uh, and a friend can play co-op against the AI for a while. You'll you might enter a little like training ranking um um phase before you get placed, you know, in a different yeah. league. There's insane amounts of detail in terms of uh, stats and information for you to dive into. It's given the primary attention because it's seen as the primary place to play, which in fighting games, local play is still seen as the the top of the mountains. And there are ways to play with your friends together for fun against either bots or, or AI or things like that that are just like more passive than just getting crushed by someone who, who's destroying you. Yeah, it's right? one of those things that I actually wanted to bring up while you were talking is like one of the biggest problems that fighting games have in comparison to Siege or Dota or whatever is that, say, let's pick Dragon Ball. There's a quote I saw, I, I remember seeing from uh, one of Corey Gaming's videos about Salt. You're playing Dragon Ball, right? You say you're going to sit down and you're going to play Sonic, Fox, and Dragon Ball. You might as well take your hand off the stick. Because you're not going to get to play. I'm sure. talking about you and I. Yeah, yeah. We will not be able to play the game. We'll maybe jump once, maybe mm-hmm. throw, a, a, maybe do a you random super. Fresh, line of, yeah. It will essentially be watching a training mode. And like Rocket League doesn't have that experience. Neither does Siege. Neither does Dota. Furthermore, uh, you can get no. You can get steamrolled in Star in Starcraft though. You get absolutely rolled over. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing but in a game you, like but that. But you still get right. that first three or four minutes to actually click some units. Now here's the other bit, right? And it's something else that's been repeated a couple times by by me on definitely on the podcast is that uh, when you're playing in a team game, you can blame your losses on your team members. Hell yeah, you and can. And you're stronger. Players can carry you. You can fucking get super toxic. You can win and lose based on other people. Hell yeah! Which allows that allows you to deflate some of the hurt from the loss. Whereas in a one-on-one game like, like a fighting game, take you for example, you have to own that loss entirely. You really got to enjoy Apex, sure, <laughs> because you were friends with Skull God. Sure, think of how much less fun Apex would have been if it was a solo game. I did some solo queuing, and to 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 mixed results. 
which is what it's supposed to be ultimately. It's those were I also I mostly did solo queuing, and boy, are those results mixed as fuck. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, the, that's something that like not a lot of people are tur- not a lot of people are booting up a game or more or paying full price to sit down and then feel bad about themselves. Sucks. And not have anywhere to point that blame. So you got to do one of two things. You either have to make it so that they're not paying anything, or they sit down and get to feel good a little at least. A little at least, or yeah. both maybe. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then I've and I've, I've, I've in my head I was like, what if there was some kind of brand new crazy thing where you you played like a Marvel style three on three, but you were actually three people on a team. And what if there There's was... There's a name for that. It's called King of Fighters. Sure. <laughs> but like an actual <laughs> online mode that, you know, did that and whatnot. There's another name for that. It's called For Honor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's all there's there's definitely stuff out there. Also, the sense of progression that people want to feel when, like, even if they're not too focused on the competitive parts of things, they like having their character customized or a sense of growth or, you know, a little, just little bits and pieces that make people interested. Grand Blue's putting in a, a scrolling beat-em-up mode, which is hopefully cool. going to do something interesting for them. Um, but all this to say that the biggest, the biggest component I mentioned, that online thing, I always thought like, like, oh yeah, bad online is a problem. We need fighting games with good online where there's rollback and uh, there's like, uh, restrictions so that if you have shitty connections, you can't play ranked or whatever. That that's what I thought. But it's like no, 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 no. That's not what that's, it is. That's not it like is, the goal. That's like the the entry fee. That is yeah. That is the bare minimum. And the online needs to be a suite of features that keep people in and allow people to keep playing this on their own without needing to think about local, without needing to think about uh, uh, sitting down or couch co op. Even though yeah. Smash is the, the the default couch co op thing. Um, an online game incentivizes people to keep playing it on their own time, whatever context, and then get better and keep playing it and tell their friends about it. And then ultimately you can have these massive competitions like, like where esports money starts to beca- show up because people are individually uh, – they don't. you don't need to be have a scene to encourage you to keep playing the game. People are individually uh, inspired to keep playing it. It, it is baffling to me. Like, look, look at Smash and how popular it is. Can you imagine how much more popular Smash would be if the online was just rock solid and you could just get into a good match at any hour of the day? It would be psychotic. It would be utterly insane. Now make Smash free. Yes. Oh, wow. We have our StarCraft. Like, like that. You could do it to an existing game. Yeah. You have your Fortnite challenger. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It, it, it like and the you know Fortnite also helps that it's like it it's on it's on everything. Well, the dances and, and well, a shirt and, 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 and the and dabbing. Like, can high school kids with no money or credit cards play your game for free with their friends? You have yourself a hit. You know what game I played the most in my young teenage years? Mm-hmm. Dead Feet. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it's fucking free. Because I owned Half Life. Yeah, and it also happened to be fucking amazing. Counter-Strike was the same way for a lot of people. I prefer Day of Defeat. Hey, look at that. Counter-Strike Go is still one of the top shoot. Still! Yeah. So That was 15 fucking years ago! So when looking at, like, games that have, like, started to develop really, like, enriched online uh, 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 suites in terms of fighting games, um, it's all, like, it's the NRS... Um, Skullgirls, uh, uh, For Honor's stuff has gotten pretty good, and KI stuff has gotten pretty good, and it's all Western games. Yeah, 
But Japanese fighting games are the most popular and pretty much are always going to have that top spot. But they're not focusing on the online in the same way because they're just kind of focused on like, well, does the it work Japanese in, experience? Does it work in Japan? Okay, good enough. I'll go to the arcades if you. And even the Japanese complaints. esports experience is a very local experience, and the games that we're talking about aren't the biggest super draws in Japan. Yeah. And then, like, appeal is not as widespread as it would be as in those Japanese games. So we have literally a, 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 a scene where, like, two hemispheres are holding the key to... All they, they, yeah, they each have a piece of the key. A piece of the key, the, dra- the double dragon that yeah. you need to put together. You need the Western approach to online, and you need... And, and features and, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and you need the Japanese approach to game and game. character design and make the game and game game game, game. you know um also sticks are, are are a thing too that kind of people were so many so much confusion about whether you need them or not most mk players use pads yeah sticks are M- almost a complete mk thing the past. has a button layout that is obviously good for pad right tekken is a very pad friendly game i'm now 50 50 between sticks and pads on the games i play hey like, look tekken uh, Mortal Kombat slash Nether Realm and King of Fighters, yeah, and Sam Show. Hey, I'm gonna play all of those on pad because the button layout supports pad, no problem. And Street Fighter and fucking Ki mm-hmm. have six buttons, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna use a stick. Maybe, maybe, um, you should make the game have four buttons. It, it hurts me that every time I can, I bring up one of those like you know western fighting games with like some really good thought put into their online suite it has to come with a caveat for like you know like mk they're doing some good stuff and they have the leagues yeah it's a bad game but (laughs) no no but like the crypt stuff was was bullshit for a lot of people hell yeah it was even though the idea of a lot of progression for people was good that's not a very good game and then also like the whole mix-up between like not just having three variations but having a bunch of equipment and all that customization stuff that doesn't apply when you go on ranked just creates it's not like it creates two versions of the game people that want to play with that stuff and people that are in this ranked version that are not using those modes or getting those moves um you know, obviously, like Skullgirls, what is there to say? Like that, uh, the, the the style just didn't appeal to everybody, despite yeah. the fact that I think it's fucking amazing, and I love the style. Um, I, I Ki was Xbox exclusive, and that's that's all. That's it. That's all it was. That's all. That's it was. the only thing that Ke- kept Ki from dude, being as somebody. And that's the most. That's one of the most painful ones. As somebody who wants to pride himself as being like this console crap is bullshit. I look back and I think on KI and I go, the fact that it was on the console that I was going to not purchase out of spite over the way Microsoft was acting totally influenced my opinion of that game overall. I mean, Absolutely. And as soon as it released on Steam, I played a bunch of it and was like, oh, wow, this game's fantastic. Shame it's dead now. Like, not to beat a biodegraded horse that has since become one with the earth because the, right. the bones are no longer existent. Okay. But never forget the anger at which uh, a lot of people got mad when Matt and I were getting hype for KI oh, early on. Just based on it being a console thing, yeah. right? And it just sucks because you're like, the end state that KI w- uh, finished off in 
the fact that Max is doing this Bring Back KI campaign is because it's such a thoroughly good fucking game. I look back on KI, I think it might be my favorite fighting game of the entire past generation. Wow. And I got to barely play almost any of it because, you know, it came out and it was on Steam and I played it with some buddies in my Discord and it was incredible. Yeah. And then I got just slightly too good for them to enjoy it. And still too trash to play anyone online, and then the game died. Like th- even things like the top thirty-two ranking bracket that would happen, getting into the killer placement every mm-hmm. every season or every month mm-hmm. rather, and stuff. Just all of that, bec- but ultimately never catches on, just because the, the console, and that's the end of that. It's like fuck me, that sucks, you know. Um, so yeah, like I, I think the approach. I, I was looking at games. I'm like, oh man, whatever Arxis is doing with, you know, Guilty Gear is going to be exciting. I can't wait to see what they're shaping up, and they're going to do some crazy game stuff, right? And uh, and they have fantastic online play in every one of their games. And we're and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing with Grand Blue and all this extra stuff. And that's an IP people are, are get that gacha people are already into and stuff. So we'll see how big that can get. But when I'm talking about like flipping the whole scene on its head and getting into that level of exposure that every other esports game at that DreamHack had, despite the fact that they didn't have as many people physically there playing the games. But the money and the payouts and the sponsorships and the everything was just so much more grandiose. Some game of the next generation, maybe Street Fighter VI, but I somewhat doubt it, needs to take an approach to online that is completely outside of what fighting games do right now. I said it before SF5 was a twinkle, and I was like, SF5 should be fucking free, and it should be Mm -hmm. Mm online-focused. And it was online-focused, but that online focus was bad, and it definitely wasn't free. And it had its own issues, right? And and so, and at the time that the, the, these points were being brought up, I was arguing against them when Pedro was talking about them. But I went home. I got as I got after I got home, I, I was thinking about it a lot, and I was like, "No, that's actually why." Because the the main point, the, the one of the final things that he said that I was like, "Fuck, that's really true," is that the feelings I have about like execution and arcade exclusion and all that stuff that I was thinking about before. Uh, There's a whole new generation of kids that are good at like these new games that have no bias whatsoever because they're too young for any of that shit. Arcades never existed! There's a whole bunch of kids that are really good at MK, that are really good at Rocket League, that are playing Overwatch, that have no idea what that history is and, and have no connection to it. All they know is this game came out they played it online a bunch. They yeah. liked it and played it more and then got good enough to, to win money. Yeah. The end, right? Um, so, yeah, we're so far into the future that that is a viable thing now that's happening more frequently that you just have to go, yeah, you know what? The history is kind of lost at this point and doesn't even matter. The main thing you need to do is make sure any one of these new kids that doesn't know anything about any of these games doesn't feel like putting it down after a day of two of playing online, you know? Um, and I don't know what company is going to take that approach. It's a shame that South Korea does not have a prominent, like, game scene in terms of fighting games. Be- uh, players, they do. No, no, no. I, development? In, terms of devel- in development. terms of development. Yes. There's not, like, a famous fighting game developer from Korea that makes fighting games. 
because Korea would totally know everything that you are talking about. Because Korea, as far as I'm concerned, is the birth of the modern esport mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the StarCraft, Starcraft shenanigans. Yeah, that, that you can say that's where it right? started. Like they would understand. Hey, no, dude, you got what the what the yeah. fuck is this making? Oh yeah, you played a game online. Okay, you won rematch. Is that yeah. it? Is that it? Are you fucking kidding me? And they have a <laughs> deep understanding of that. And high-level, like, Tekken now especially, although the new capital Tekken is apparently Pakistan. Shout-outs to Arslan What's going on? <laughs> What's going on in Pakistan? Everybody Pakistan, got good at Tekken. Pakistan has a pocket group of beasts that have just been fucking thrashing, and no one knew. Um, I, 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 was, I was asking some of the, the Montreal guys about that, actually, and it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, because, yeah, for, for someone to come out of nowhere uh, and basically... Again, to to just make it all the way to the top, it's like who did he fight against back home? Back home, you know what group of people are all on that level? Who's the top eight at his local arcade that are like in the top thirty-two of Evo? If they were all show, so we're up starting to find out because a couple of uh, Pakistani players are getting sponsored and starting yeah. to travel now and like putting motherfuckers on notice. And we're getting video clips of players like me going, yo, I think I need to go to Pakistan <laughs> to start grinding. So it's pretty amazing. But anyway, yes, Korea had uh, a pretty thorough understanding of that. They also have superb internet. Yeah. And would not understand at all what our problem is with their Fios connections flying back and forth seamlessly. I think it was Mike Z that was talking about it. No, it was Keats. Well, it was one of those two. They they make a lot of the same points. I often get them confused when they're talking about fighting game, like the future of fighting games. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you put the resources in, even in the US, even in Canada, you, this problem could be done with. But the game has to be built for it, and you have to spend the money, and you have to spend the focus and development time. But you could totally have a bunch of fucking games that play great online all the time. Mm-hmm. Look at KI and Skullgirls. And I think it's a bit of a pie-in-the-sky solution, but if your online suite is so, like, thoroughly packed that there's enough for people to do, and uh, casual people showing up for the first time are like, oh my god, yeah, I want to come back for my dailies and yeah. do all this fun stuff. Um, if they happen to be on a garbage-ass Comcast, Comcast connection, or dial-up AOL bullshit, and then they try to play ranked, and it goes, sorry, your internet's garbage, unfortunately you can't play ranked. Thanks for buying the game. You can play these other That's modes. That's outrageous. Right? It sucks. But, like, if there's enough for them to do outside of that, yeah. it wouldn't sting as much. It wouldn't be that bad. Because, like, all, all, almost Cause every you single... you can't solve p- a bad connection. Yeah, the packet loss is the, is the killer. Right? If someone's fucking Wi-Fiing onto ranked with their, like, their phone tethering their, their if, PS4, if, if your ping what is, are you supposed to do? If your ping is ass, that can be accommodated to a degree. But if you have packet loss, you, you get fucked. And, like, I can think of, because of, you've been talking esports for a good bit now. And, like, I think I've, I've played Siege. Not big, you know, but I've I've dabbled. i played StarCraft 2. i played Counter-Strike and David Like, I've dabbled in a lot of these. And all of the modern ones, oh, fuck, I disconnected. You know, like, hmm. and the game will go, hey, that's okay. You sure your internet's good? It's like, ah, oh, shit, I just dis- disconnected. And at some point, the game will tell you, you can go f- fuck yourself for the day. Because you don't get to fuck up more games. Hmm. And that's annoying. 
But these games are also all free, so you didn't lose anything. No. But, it, but I mean, in, in the case that you are that garbage connection, you're ruining other paid players' like enjoyment. Yeah. Trying to force your way into terrible rankings. If you say, and apologies to those in advance because I'm going to use it as a, as a point. Say you had crippling random narcolepsy and you wanted to be a boxer and you would just pass out in the middle of your matches on occasion. If you were to do so, they would not probably allow you back into the ring a second time. But I want to be a boxer. I'm sorry, but the reality is is but that my dream people is, showed up to pay money to watch this I, fight. But I love boxing, and I've I've practiced, and I've gotten good enough to... Right? It's unfortunate, but like... It, well, in this particular example, you'd be also in danger of being actually killed. Yes. So it's slightly different. But, hey, people showed up and paid money to see the fight. And some of them might kill you, actually, for fucking the fight up. But that's different. But you know what I mean? Like Weird analogy, but sure. Right? It's just, you know... Your disqualification is necessary. And I hope you don't hold it against it, anyone. Because if you were outside of your body, seeing what you were doing to the sport with everyone else you should be able to understand i remember you're you're bringing it down back in the day before this kind of connection loss thing was penalized a couple friends of mine from high school want we all wanted to play team starcraft games except jimmy whatever the fuck i forget who the fuck it even was had shit ass internet it was eric 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 had shit internet and eric would drop out of team games so I don't want to play team games with you anymore, Eric, because it's a fucking guaranteed loss every time we play with you. No, but I buy. I'm. It's. I don't. Nobody cares, Eric. Just, just fucking yell at your dad to get you better internet, and he'll do it because he he will do anything to get out of the house with you and your horrible family. Um, one one last point there was the other version of events that creates a whole lot of people paying a whole lot of attention to a fighting game uh almost accidentally is if you're if you make a giant like single player adventure game with mild multiplayer components <laughs> that happens to have an arena in it yeah. where you can take your leveled up customized fighter yeah. and fight other customized fighters and oh look! Suddenly, in the middle of your Dark Souls New Game Plus Plus, yeah. you found yourself participating in what is effectively a fighting game. Yeah, accidentally caring about it. Oops! You know that's another alternative. So, build a world and a game like you know, like around the-, the actual fighting game, and make this thing a huge distracting thing that build that gets people to pay attention to that. And then maybe they might accidentally stumble into the Colosseum mode. Where they take their customized single-player adventurers me, and fight a real fighting game. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> you you said you you know at least one or two people on the For Honor team, right? Yeah. Did Dark? Because like I, you're t- you're talking about this. I'm like, did Dark Souls PvP create For Honor? Like, is there a thread there? I don't know. Because you just 
phrased it in such a way that I see a thread. You see the line. And it's like Dark Souls 2 PvP was super popular and intense and it had a whole scene dedicated to it and the similarities are overt. I don't know. Maybe it might have done that with Absolver. Yeah. I don't know if it was with, with For Honor. But, um... Yeah, it really does, but it does feel like it. And and in fact, like... Think, never forget that For Honor has all those modes where, much like Titanfall, you can go fight a bunch of bots for fun. Yeah. You know, and if you're feeling up to it, go take on a big boy for some big points. Yay! But, like... Your arcade mode. But the loop is there yeah. for you to keep having fun with it, you know? Um... Yeah. yeah. Fighting games need a horde mode, and that horde mode needs to be dramatic battle. Because dramatic battle is the fucking shit. I mean, that's kind of what Grand Blue's doing. They're doing two player co op horde. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's like, yes, in some, like, in the same breath, I can also say, like, fighting games need to just not having envy, envious eyes looking at everything else and just accept what they are and, be happy with be happy throwing with, our own grassroots scene, right? And I'm like, and I, I, I've said that too, and I, and I do believe in that. But then you look over at that fucking 100k pop bonus in fucking Rocket League, and you go, come on, none. I can't get none of that cake. <laughs> you know that? No. Um, it, it's also weird when you think about the fact that you need to trick people into liking the fighting game by making it about other things. But we're in an era now where it's just simply the truth that. Features are behind, and all, they haven't evolved. All those games you mentioned, with the sole exception of StarCraft, all trick you into liking it because they're free. The trick is that it's free. But even, but I'm, but I'm saying even the, but, but like in terms of uh, what fighting games have been doing, like we're the the the, the people that are fans of uh, of fighting games have been happy with the offline basic modes. Yeah, because as long as the game's the good, game's good. And that crowd wants this thing, right? But that's not growth. But the big crowd wants this other thing. Yeah. And you can have both. Mm -hmm. Like, and I remember we were in the discussion. I was trying to go back. I was like, what was the last game that was a huge esports game where online didn't matter as much as local? And I was like, oh, God, like the first StarCraft when yeah. people used to do lands and early ass. Um, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Um, terrorist versus uh, Counter-Strike. Yeah. Uh, when people do lands, right? But that quickly went away. Yeah. You know? So, 1998. That's 21 years ago. Both of those genres fully embraced online, and now those genres are still going with massive online suites. Those, as those the, games are still those going. Those games are still <laughs> like, going. Like, with, specifically. Yeah. yeah. They've all, they've all, they, they started as local things and then stopped being that, so... Yeah. Uh, anyway, whatever. That's that's DreamHack. That's me. That's stuff. Um, Fighting games need to be free. Do you want to grow? Make your game free. It'll help. It doesn't have to be. It'll help. I'm saying it doesn't have to be. I am putting my foot down on this. I'm saying for fighting games to achieve this new level of esports, they need to be free because they also have a massive fucking hump to get over that the other genres in many cases don't have. It would go a long way to helping what we're looking for but i think a paid route can work if the if the sell is compelling enough and if people are telling their friends to go pick it up like you can get past it if the product is just that fucking solid 
as a single player beginner experience. I think it's I think it's more likely to. <laughs> I think it's an easier route for the current suite of devs, unless maybe Arxis with Grant like. Free allows you to get away with bullshit because you're like, yeah, but you didn't pay anything for like, it. Like, think about so Dota. So you can just go like, yeah, I know you didn't get think, what you wanted, of, but it's free. Think so about Dota you. and League and how the communities in those games are like the most toxic-ass trash people that have ever existed. And how playing the game is absolute misery unless you have a team of five. But it's free, though! Well, you say you say that, but have you seen the... Uh, you say those are the most toxic, trash things, but have you seen the official listing of uh, different fighting game communities on Fightcade? Yeah. And their percentage of messages with usages of hard R... Ooh, hard R. Versus non-hard R N-words. Oh, yeah? Yep, it's the official ranking list. Is Who's up number there. one? Who's number one? JoJo Heritage for the Future. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. And number two, you ask? Yeah, what is number two? Melty Blood. Of, of you know. <laughs> you know those Melty Blood players love their hard R's. Yo. Yo. You hit him with a plus R. <laughs> Accent core. Plus R? <laughs> hit him with a plus R, bro. <laughs> he said, This what? is the real <laughs> ranking of competitive games. Yo, he hit him with the he hit him with the accent core? He said he hit him with Yup. <laughs> this is the real true ranking. Yep. <sighs> yeah. That- I've got like shout outs to Lord Knight. That is my favorite fucking joke. <laughs> that's good in my chest. I'm that's part, like, that's like a warmth. You know, you're saying okay, so you know he said what? Yeah, anyway. It reminds me the, of all those those fighting game clips of people doing dumb bullshit and like fucking art of fighting and just during the clip you can see the screen flash to green and the game restart as somebody fucking disconnects or fucking restarts the emulator. It's like ah he's so mad. Um, yeah, it's a giant list, though, and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty wild looking at it, but you're just like, all this, like, all the communities where you'd expect, like, you know, no light has shone on the Heritage for the Future community in years. So what's going on over here? Oh! oh. The the centipedes (laughs) are scurrying to the corners as you flash the flashlight over there. Yeah, yeah, it's... (laughs) You know this. You know what this this last batch of the conversation makes me think about. Yeah, it makes me think about like me and you are like having good old hearty gut laughs, and I'm like touching my chest and I'm feeling a warmth, and it's a a deep deep warmth over over hose getting mad and salty, and everybody enjoys people getting mad, but I'm like, but fighting games have like a weird salt community like idolization. Well, of getting, ma- you know what I'm saying? I, like, well, that's why I said in the beginning that that stupid ass habit we had of being completely unfriendly to beginners is also a fun, hilarious thing. Like, I don't, that continues to this day. I don't want to win and shake my opponent's hand. I want to win and hear their the opponent like throw their baby out the window online. <laughs> I had to fight Reggie in Street Fighter Five in bracket this weekend. Are you serious? You should have heard it. You should have heard it. Like, we just, we didn't stop. Like, <laughs> like it was fucking, like, there, what handshakes? There were no handshakes. It was the most toxic fucking garbage all weekend. And motherfucker, like, if you didn't know, if you were just walking by, 
you would go, oh, that's FGC, huh? Yeah. Okay. Too late, Tommy. Uh, too late, mother. I've heard everything. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to have a friendlies and then get, hug my opponent and be like, man, you did a good game. Like, I want to, I want to make somebody so mad that they stop playing fighting games and then they go home and commit crimes. You want a chorus <laughs> of large black friends behind you chanting, somebody's getting fucked. Oh, man. Get fucked. Somebodyody's getting fucked. How many people was that? It was like, uh, like 30, 40, 50 people was that? You, you, get fucked. (laughs) It's what you want. It's what you need. And trust me, I understand. It feels so good in my heart. It feels fantastic. There's nothing else like it in any other community. And to lose that means to lose the true self. I, I like to think that that can't go away at this point. There's too much of it, or it would take like 20 more years for it to go away. Because let's say, let's say... Thuggery may die, but the soul still let's burns. snap our fingers, right? Snap. And st- start Brood War level esports for fighting for a fighting game right now, yep. right? There will still be those dark, dank pit locals... In which the grime remains. Pop-off report news will always have material. People will clean themselves up to go to be on the TV. But... You've seen Yipes doing commentary recently? I've seen Yipes discover what ABBA is, which is much weirder. That man is a professional-ass broadcaster right now. Yipes is a professional-ass broadcaster. That's stupid. (laughs) It is his official... It is his main calling. It is I, what he does. And it is great. He is fucking good at I, it. I, okay. He's crushing it. I have not personally met Yipes. I've heard nothing but good things about Yipes. He is a good man. He yep. is a good commentator. Yep. Yipes is exactly the kind of person who I would lament their increasing obsolescence in the new esports world as in my, this is a weird, selfish, like, but I want Yipes to stay grimy and awful and unbroadcastable. Oh, you see, and no, it's still there. It's all still there, right? The fucking, the old New York attitude and costume, he just, he put a suit and tie over it. Yeah. But it's absolutely there. And instead of getting washed over and having other new commentators come in, he's maintaining that position. That's weird to And me. still brings it. But it's this, it's, it's, a, it's, it's always going to be a part of it. And like... There's a there and in some cases, some streams, there's a time and place where you can just get a little bit more grimy, you know, and maybe ESPN might not be the time to break out somebody's getting fucked. But later that night But maybe the, it is. But later that night yeah. at the salty suite. <laughs> yeah. You know. There's but yeah, and, and that that but that applies to just about almost every game is there's a a, a hardcore OG like oh man feeling you- you go down to those fucking Rocket League parties. They're fucking shooting drugs in the court. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Anyway. <laughs> You're like... Anyway. Um, yeah, it'll always be there. It'll always be there. But I think we can... And I, I think, I think though, that, like, even if the Savior comes along and, and, yeah, like you said, turns everything on its head... The holdouts, the old, the ones who remember the way things used to be. The Scrub Croats Twitter account will forever be relevant. The savior is Arc System Works. <sighs> like, someone asked me. Period. Someone asked me if, uh, 
they if I would like sign if I would turn my key to approve the launching of Street Fighter Six developed by Arxis. And I said yes a lot faster than I thought I would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, but uh, but this is all beyond that because even even Arx is doing amazing things right now are not on the thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, yet. they're but not they're, at that level. They're yet. easily the closest. They're and getting they, pretty they close. Have, they're the only fighting game company that I can think of that is out of Japan that has been like, no, online's really important. Uh, like, and they do use delay base net code but it's really good to lay base net code so and they build their whole game around listen we have about eight frames to play with is your is your ping good enough to live in eight frames game's fine game's okay roll back please we want fight Cade. sure but like the fact I don't, they have a part of their dev team devoted to online they don't throw it at jimmy it's there, but it's still a Japan-focused situation. It's nice that they show you how many frames of of delay are on your your games in in Guilty Gear and in Blaze Blue and such. It's nice to know the number right. as opposed to pretending it doesn't exist. Well, then you get the who would it be? The Cannons, Keats, and Mike Z. And sure, you, you put them on a plane. Sure, and you 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 get the meeting with Capcom people, and you force them to listen. Yeah, but the can the like Riot and 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 fucking uh, Radiant are they're just like no, we're just gonna take it if no one's taking it. So they're they're doing their thing. So take it. What yeah. are you waiting for? I, I guess a couple more assets to be built. Yeah, yeah. I really hope the League fighting game. I, we keep calling it the League fighting game. League of Fighters. We don't we don't actually know anything. The fuck else is it gonna I, be? I hope it's not a League fighting game. I hope it's its own thing, like an Overwatch, but made by riot and the cannons yeah i only say league fighting game because i think people would instantly care more i just don't dig any of the league stuff yasuke is really cool i'm sure he's a cool sound those d those 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 diva k-pop characters are cool i like so i like tron lighting yeah that's it akali her pick rate went up way a lot when that skin came out. I remember hearing i i don't know which is funny but yes i i i keep i keep saying that because I think I think did I say Yasuke? I meant Yasuo. Yasuke is the cool black ninja, black samurai. Excuse me, I'm fucking drunk. Hey, you know uh, <laughs> you know what's a, you know what's a fun metric that I just reminded myself of? Yeah. So in fighting game, you talk about the matchup. You talk about it's essentially a deduction of win rate, right? Yeah. When I remember when I was reading through uh, Hots uh, stuff, but it also applied to League and and Dota. Pick rate is actually the most important one. Because win rate can't be determined based on a 5v5 because it, there's too many other factors, right? Mm-hmm. But you look at, say, man, Arthas is really fucked this patch. His pick rate's like 62%. That's crazy. That means almost every, that, that means like most games have an Arthas in it. Wow. But, that, that but can, skins, there's can over 150 that. characters you can pick, right? In League? Yeah. Oh, fuck. There's a lot. How do you learn matchups? In you, play, a game? You, you play a lot of matches. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure Smash Brothers is on its way to hitting 100 characters. And Where are we at now? Like 78 or some shit? I mean, we blew past Marvel 2. We blew past Blaze Blue. People are saying 160 plus. Yeah. 
how do you fucking learn matchups in a game with that many characters? Well, since we're not the expert, but people in our chat do play these games. The, the answer appears to be is... You don't, and you get fucked. Yes. Which, hey, that actually makes for a cool moment on stream. <laughs> So you just can't ever really fully be prepared for what the, you're going to encounter. The more you play, the more you learn. But people who are going to pick that character over and over and over are going to learn things that... Because now you're getting into that thing that bugs me about um, like like weird non-standardized equipment-based moves and like injustice and shit like that. Yeah. Where like I'm fighting your character... But then suddenly you just do a move I've never now, seen. Now granted before. that's like, a that these are different characters and in a in a doter or a league the characters have three fucking moves. Yeah. But it reminds me of some ancient story that I remember hearing Brad tell on the Giant Bombcast from like 4 or 5 years ago in which he was watching the international or some shit and there's a character called Meepo in Dota which is five characters like it is five units as mm -hmm. a single character. And I think they, I think he described that the player destroyed a tree on the map or something in such a way that allowed a new sight line that allowed the, a teleport or some shit that nobody could think of and that only a player that used this character all the time. And because it's the same map, would this be possible? And just the, the potential for hidden tech and hidden yeah. bullshit. Yeah. arises and i love that because i talk i talk love i talk lovingly about kasoru's marvel team of of uh uh beautiful joe frank west and log trap oh wow this seems like a totally girl oh my god what is that why did that work what what's with this voom like boomerangs are good okay what what so mm. um yeah like digging to find that tech is always a thing for sure but um, I guess, I guess in a world where there's 160 plus fucking matchups, and the answer being you fucking don't, it just means that anyone who does well, is that much closer to winning. You're actually lowballing it like crazy. So I'm going to use HOTS terms, which for the luck of this analogy uses characters people might already know, despite, but you're not, it's not 160 plus matchups, because you're thinking about Arthas versus Kerrigan, right? But it's not Arthas versus Kerrigan. It's Arthas with the buff that Zul'jin gave him against because uh, it's 3v3. Uh, against Z Zagara, who's locking down the lane, and then the medic is keeping her alive. Okay, like yeah. it's yeah, like it's off. infinity. It's, it's, it's infinity. Yeah, it's you can't. It's you can't. Yeah, like, yeah, you could totally learn one on one matchups. Mm -hmm. So uh, what what would help? I guess what helps me. What I'd like to see. So if I could check Don't forget out. items and trait selection. There are items in, in Dota and it's, in, in League? Dude, you're, you you were talking about how, like, oh, I have to learn your version of the character in, in Netherrealm? Yeah. Items are, like, half the game in, in Dota and League. Is an item uh, an equipable... Yeah, it's a sh there's a shop, and as you kill, you get gold. Okay. And you use the gold to buy item, and then you kit yourself out in a in a build. And anyone can apply that. Yeah, but okay. the builds are like there. Are, there's like how many fucking items are there in the shot? Like a hundred. Okay. Do you want a health potion? Do you want a thing that makes your crits better? Like okay, um, it's infinity, 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 infinity. So what that? So then, I guess what I actually would like to see. Um, hmm. There's a knock at your door. Hi, there is a knock at my door. Hold on a second, guys. We're gonna just take BRB. one moment. 
Okay, so hold on a second. There we go. Are we, Sorry are we about back? That. We are back. Oh, um, def- oh, there was a ghost. Actually, no. That uh, not content with uh, construction happening uh, outside on the streets of Montreal and surrounding my building, uh, it has now wandered in directly to recording. To the recording, <laughs> there is the construction has found its way into my house. So uh, yes. All I know, I know. All I have to do is pay up. I understand. I'll, I, I, I that protection money is not going to pay itself. Anyway, it's not. Um, what I was going to say is, in regards to uh, Mobers, uh, I would love to see what would help me because I'm thinking about um, matchup knowledge in terms of how much you have to know about obviously fighting games, right? Yeah. When you're playing chess, you got to know what every piece does. And you got to know what each setup is going to be. And the more setups you know, the closer you are to being the world champion. What does the the current top players in a given MOBA, I'd love to know how many of the common teams of three. Am I correct? Right? Five. Five players? Yeah. Okay. So 5v5 is how it goes? Like, there's obviously popular configurations. Yeah. How many... Teams of five, do they know well enough inside out in such a way? And well, they need to. And here's the fun part. And how many blind spots are there amongst the best of the best? Because you're forgetting a part of uh, you're forgetting a, a piece of the MOBA pie that if you you played a little bit of Hots, but you wouldn't have encountered this that is laughable to translate back onto fighting games. And that is, they need to know at least 40. Because there's the counterpick. Yeah. there. No, no. Not the fighting game counterpick. There's the... I know that Wooly is really, really good with Meepo. So, in the pick process, I will say... Meepo is not allowed to be used by the other team. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Which means you don't just have to know what you know. You also have to know what you need to know when they know that you know what you know and and they disallow. Yeah. And take it away from you. The denial picks. Let's say there's a meta team in League, right? It will literally never show up in a match because they'll go, get rid of that. Get rid of that. That team's too good. Kill that. Kill that. Remove the, remove that team's anchor. Remove log trap. Get it. Get it out of here. Uh, the the best Overwatch players probably don't have a a, a, a strat for absolutely every comp possible. No, uh, there might be some wacky ass fucking uh, Hanzo Doomfist team. That just yeah. has a weird ass. I don't know, you know, that they've just never encountered. You know before. what's easier than learning that matchup? The individual characters is probably the most of yeah. what they understand and have strats against, right? So in the teams of five, I guess what I'd like to know is just like, is it a situation where like the more you know of that, the closer you are to being the number one player in the world? Is it just that simple? It, it is an interesting you know? question because I remember. For some reason, I was clicking around, and I ended up on this guy's, like, uh, well-spoken guy. I don't know his name. But uh, just talking about, like, systemic issues with League. And the number one problem that League had, according to him, is that League patches too often. Hmm. Because 
you're dealing with hundreds of characters mm. that are getting buffed and unbu and nerfed maybe once a month and it's like it's actually impossible to keep up mm. it's there's no way it's 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 a fascinating thing for me to think about like a game where um the upper echelon doesn't have like omniscience of like character matchups mm -hmm. because like if you know everything about every matchup and if you know not even you don't even have to know the frame data but if you know just how generally safe and unsafe every character's moves are in a given fighting game yeah you're going to be pretty fucking strong at your locals. You might win your locals regularly. And when you go to Evo, you'll do well. But that's not going to get you to well, top 32. We, it'll get you out of your pools. And it'll probably get you somewhere in top 128. We've, if, you know? uh, we've circled around. And you have just made the point mm -hmm. that fighting games and learning your matchup mm -hmm. are very much like, say, boxing. Mm -hmm. you, you will watch every match that your opponent has ever been in mm -hmm. and you will study it and go, Oh, he drops his elbow here. Oh, maybe compared to say, I don't know, football or basketball. You can't learn every player in the league and every combination of the starting five for every basketball team in the entire league. That's a really good point. That's a completely right? different. You can't, approach. it's impossible. It's a different sport. It's a different, all you have to do yeah. is, Go as hard as you can and work off what you're literally seeing with your eyes mm. in the first quarter. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It, it's uh, once you start working in teams and like just, yeah, you, once, once the approach just gets so varied, you just have to have enough of an understanding of what you're dealing with and i assume an inherent strategy that just steamrolls yeah. most and situations and that's i imagine it. in terms of say let's say basketball who was a was a team with curry on it a little while ago washington Golden state what's that warriors yeah the warriors right that was the meta composition of this man shoot the basket real good yeah i'm sure everybody learned that meta mm -hmm. and how to deal with it but nobody was learning the meta of bumfuck team whose name I can't remember because you were going to beat him anyway. Who gives a shit? Fuck him. The Seattle Supersonics. Is that a real team? Yes. Okay. The Spurs. Um. Yeah. Interesting. The basketball meta is getting the basket to have a ball in it. I always many times. I'm always curious about bowling competitions because I'm always like, how is it not just a bunch of people landing perfect strikes? Perfect so it's games it's every it's, time? Like, uh, it's like it's like is it fucking, not just perfect game versus perfect? It's, it's game? like rally racing. It's essentially a time trial. Like the the competition aspect is totally pointless. Okay, so it's whoever does it first. No, no. It, it, it hey, well, it's really hard to bowl a perfect game. Okay, professional it's, bowlers must do it pretty often compared to regular it's people. really really hard to bowl a perfect game but what about that one guy that was that like popped off and was like dude what the fuck did he say who are you i am that you ever see that that legendary nah. pop? Yeah, okay maybe one day a pop off news pop off report news will come out about that this fucking bowling guy like lands a strike and just old grand old dad 
just loses his mind getting popping off on everybody. Like to to compare Who do you think you are? I am. To compare bowling <laughs> to something else yeah. that might make a that has a little more gradation. It's like in golf, a perfect game is par. Yes. Right? Yes. But you want to do better than a you perfect game. You want to go game. under par. And some people, oops, I fucked up a stroke. Like you ever look at you ever see the ranking of like who's winning a golf tournament? It's like the top guy at minus five yeah and then 10 guys at minus four mm-hmm. right it, it's it's this it's fucking granular yeah and you like how 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 could you enjoy watching golf it's like the guy who's in the lead has to make like one bad putt and, and that's he's it. down to 12 oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's tight it's it's, tense. it's like that's why those ah mm-hmm. um uh, same thing for like uh, a pool where it's like, guess what? Both people playing here know how to hit the cue ball and fucking sink anything in any pocket because they're that fucking good. Yeah. They're trick shotting billion dollar motherfuckers. So you're not watching for skill; you're watching for mistakes, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're expecting near perfection, and you're and like and choosing which to hit. It's like watching NASCAR. Know? Sure. They're going to go on that oval, and they're going to go real fast, right up until that guy hugs the edge just a little too much. Or F1, where that guy's going to try and rub the other car, and the wheels are going to fly off all of them, and they're going to throw go into the stands. And it'll be the greatest thing you ever saw. Rest in peace, everyone in the stands. But it was cool, though. Speaking of the greatest things we've ever seen, let's take a quick word from our sponsor. Let's do that. This week, the podcast is sponsored by Arc Arc Blue Light Technology. So, yeah, you brush your teeth every day. Mm-hmm. Sure, you floss. Mm-hmm. But did you know that that's not enough? Did you know that there's another level of unlocked oral care that you've been ignoring? The ARC system removes stains that lie beneath the surface of your smile. Your smile is not nearly as powerful as it could be. And do you know how far you could get in this world with a good smile? Pretty far. You can get really, really, really far. People just believe things you tell them if you smile good. If you get a Kim Kapwan smile, that little ding yeah. that pops off every time you look at somebody and you wink, that shit will take you to the top. People will just give you money. You enter a new class of human being if you can get a good smile. And the way to improve your smile, of course, is with the ARC system, the ARC blue light technology. Uh, this is a professional level teeth whitening at home that you can use in 30 minutes a day. Uh, each ARC treatment includes a dentist-approved enamel-safe whitening strip. It adheres to your upper and lower teeth. And you got ARC blue light technology. And I'll tell you what, you can reveal a smile that is 50 times whiter than the leading white toothpaste and it's satisfaction guaranteed. So guaranteed, in fact, that for the first time in my life, I have used Arc Blue Light technology. Really? I have been whitening my teeth. <laughs> I have used it, and it is actually, yeah, it worked immediately. Within the first session, I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty dope. And then the second, and then the third, and I was like, that's significantly brighter than usual. Uh, I'm quite impressed. Um, you put the strip on the top, you put the strip on the bottom, you chill for half an hour, and in the last five minutes, you take a little mouthpiece, and it's got the blue light, and you hold it there for about five minutes, and then just like that, bam, Kim Kapwan. That makes a lot more sense than how I thought this this product worked. 
I thought they would give you a lamp and then you put your face up to the lamp. No, no. It is something you can do while casually watching <laughs> TV. And just like that, you drag and install your enamel. That's correct. And before you know it, you are in the new tier of human. You are in the upper echelon. You are in high society. All because you've unlocked your true smile. So if you want to get a, if you want to get a wider, brighter smile, Arc is offering $15 off your purchase of a blue light kit when you visit arcsmile.com and use promo code SUPERBEAST at checkout. Go to arcsmile.com and use promo code SUPERBEAST for $15 off your blue light whitening kit. That's arcsmile.com, promo code SUPERBEAST. Thanks, Ark. Thank you, Ark. Um, so I'm going to assume that you played a little bit more Astral Chain. All right. So bef- I've, I've now started. Before we before we get there, I actually want to take two, three minutes and go over a game I forgot to talk about last week. Okay. Sat down with Paige and we just beat Man of Medan like that. Okay. First of the dark pictures, dark, dark pictures that thought, whatever. Until Dawn, people. Or making a bunch of mini Until Dawn. Super Dawns. massive new game. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's a mini Until Dawn. Yep. It is approximately one quarter the length of Until Dawn. I played the first chapter of that demo. That's what it looks, felt like. It looks fantastic. The acting's great. Uh, there's a lot of variability. It has a lot of cool modes. Like, uh, there is, hey, do you want to play through the game like a video game by yourself? That That's there. Do you have well, what me and Paige did where we you pick characters at the outset and then you pass the controller per scene. Oh, that's interesting. Which it's is, actually built in. Yeah. And then there's the online mode, which is super crazy, which is um, you pick characters. Like, you will pick a character, Wooly. You will pick, say, Conrad, the dumb, dumb fuck bro dude, right? You won't get to see scenes unique to the other characters. You will only see Conrad's. Hmm. And you will all play as if you are actually separate people. And you will be making your decisions without the knowledge of the other scenes going... So if a ghost were to, say, make you think that that is a monster but it's actually the other some, player some, going yeah, through their sequence. Yeah, yeah. You may stab them many times, right? Uh, it's really cool. Everything about that game is cool. Um, I, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's up to the snuff. It's, uh, it's not up to Until Dawn level, but that's not fair because it's much, much smaller in scope. The only minor complaint that I had about it is that there is a part of the story... That is a little too easy to figure out. Okay. I I kind of don't mind when you say that it doesn't live uh, to the other game, but it has these cool experimental new things. Because uh, Until Dawn was a very solid version of that type of cinematic game that we've been getting for... It's probably the best one. A while now, yes. Yeah. But that's all it was. Yeah. So I kind of like these like, little experimental things because yeah. you can play with the genre. So the the best part about Man of Medan is that next year there will be another one. Yeah. And it's called Little Hope. And it will be Silent Hillish. And after that there will be another one. And so instead of waiting five or six years to get a big ass until dawn, you will be we will be getting numerous smaller ones that all have a different thing. 
the Man of Medan. What's it about? It's about ghosts on a boat. You ever see Ghost Ship? There you go. Ghosts. Okay, boat? Mm -hmm. Ghosts. Okay. Is the ship itself a ghost? No, it is a ship. It is. But ghosts. Piloted by ghosts. Yes, let's say piloted by ghosts. All right. Right, the next one, town demons. You know, mix and match. I'm sure there will be one that is just city murderer <laughs> at some point, right? Um, yeah, very good. Uh, thumbs up to Supermassive. Uh, yeah, Astral Chain. I played a lot of Astral Chain. But before I talk about Astral Chain, I want to hear your thoughts on Astral Chain. Well, um, so I played the first session of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got... As far as the reveal of the Nemesis. Okay, so that's chapter two. Okay. That game's been out for a couple weeks. Okay. Can we talk about that as the coolest thing that's ever happened in a Platinum game? I mean, (laughs) the pop-off was pretty strong. Like... Uh... I could not believe they went in that hard that soon. It's really fast. Because I beat a cool thing, and then the next one jumped in, and I went... Oh, wait, hold on. Are we doing this? <laughs> oh, you're going to fight every boss in the game simultaneously and in the fucking first level? And they're all, like, these fucking, like, they're all the, the, the they're the things. They're, they're your teammates' fucking cool dudes. What if you know? Jotaro was walking down the street and Star Platinum, Hermit Purple, Hierophant uh, Green, uh, 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 what the, uh, what's the, what's Avdols? I forget. Um, uh, Magician's Red. Magician's Red and Steel Chariot all decided to attack Jotaro. Okay. And well, then, like... I wasn't necessarily pegging them as, like, the remaining robot masters. Yeah. I just pegged them as, oh, you will... Uh, the and, team, yeah. You know, so, um, <laughs> I don't want to know the full answers to that question or not. But, so far, that was really fucking hype. Um, and we got some platinum ass platinum action. Uh, the combat certainly feels simplified in a, in a, the same way that Wonderful 101's combat felt simplified. Yeah. Knowing that it's probably going to open up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you, did you play, you do training mode after mission two? Uh, I did it before mission two. Okay. So the thing is. Is that uh, it does something really interesting where uh, I think I talked about this last week, but now you have a better grasp of it. It's like, yeah, controlling, you are controlling two character action game characters unless simultaneously. You, unless you and your friend grab Joy Cogs. Right, which don't do that. Did you try it? I looked at it and player two controls the camera. So Oof. don't do that. I, I was going to grab two pro controllers and it didn't, it said nope, no. won't let you. Yeah. Um, so. You are totally controlling two characters. So, yeah, it's simplified. You have one attack button for human, one attack button for legion. And the legion does do a significant amount of auto attacks, Mm -hmm. right? In the first and second levels, all you can really do is set your legion to auto attack and you have a four-hit combo Mm -hmm. and a gun. That's all I've been doing. Once the pop-off occurs, you may have noticed during that fight that the legion would flash occasionally. Like, you would get a slowdown, and the Legion would actually, like, literally flash. Like, a big circle would appear on it during that fight. That's because the instant that you start that fight, the actual combat system gets unlocked. Your four-hit combo turns into a six-hit combo, and... Well, I noticed that suddenly I was occasionally doing, 
fucking double, double text. Yes. Jumping so off my boy. The, the, the core of the gameplay is the sync attack system, which is uh, do your, re- your human combo, and then when your Legion flashes, hit Legion button to do a dual tech. Ah. Uh, right? Uh, so... For example, when you upgrade your Expaton, you'll have your delay combo for all of your weapons, right? Just hit, wait a second, and then, and it will kick you back, and then your Legion will flash, and then you will have your delay attack with Sword Legion, which is a fucking, I think it's a stinger. Okay. Like, you, and both of you will stinger. So, and then you, and the, and, um, okay, so it's a little bit of, um, it sounds a little bit it's like. It's a wicked weave. Okay. It's, wicked it weave. is a wicked weave. Yeah, okay. Right, but it's d- separated from you. And for example, I was going to say like a, a tech and tag bound system where you'd switch in for like uh, no, it's it's it's, no, it's, it's just, a wicked weave. Like you just pair attack. And okay. the thing is, is that you know how you can set your legion to lock onto an enemy, and you can set you to lock onto an enemy. Mm-hmm. You, if you do that delay attack and you do that stinger, and you are locked onto separate things, you will do the stinger to each according to your lock on. Wait. There, are, you can lock onto something different from your legion. Oh, totally. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Yes, you can. You can send your legion out and then turn your character and click in on the right stick and lock onto a different character, and your legion will do their auto attacks in in background as you do that. Okay. And you will, as you upgrade them, learn the ability to do back forward legion, circle legion for a spin or a dash or whatever. Okay. And you can also use your legion as a as a uh, snatch. But legion normals are always automatic. Yeah, yeah, okay. But they're different for everybody. Like the legion normal for the punch man is a grab, and they bring they snatch, they bring the the enemy to you. So I, that's that's definitely something that was exciting. Was like going through that first mission or second, I should say, and like you get up to a pile of rubble, and it's like, oh yeah, you need the beast legion. For this. You need it. And then you see a wall and it's like, oh yeah, you need the fist legion for yeah. that. And you're like, oh, we're just, you were, I. Right away. There's going to be variety. Right here. away. That's cool. Because I, I guess I thought like, well, this is my buddy and we're going to do it together. And, and they, they all feel very different. And they are all either straight up platinum characters or anime archetypes. Exciting. So arm, uh, arm legion. Aura Aura. Part of his default moveset is a Aura Aura, which has like 100 fists coming out of his body that make no sense. 100 crack fists? Yeah. Yeah. Like the uh, Beast Legion? Throw the sword to the dog, and then the dog will do a spin with the sword in his mouth, and then throw the sword back to you. Like, just... Galford. Yeah. Okay. Also, the dog is played both. Yeah. The dog it, The dog is played It 100% is played wolf, right? actually. Right. Uh, that is that 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 was very clear, right, and really. so like the the there are very few moves overall. There is a dash attack, there is a delay attack, there is your ground combo, there is your air combo, and there's hold the button down for a big hit. Mm-hmm. There's only three weapons: uh, gun, fast, and slow, and there are five legions, but. Every combination of those things Has results in different effects. Fantastic. So the delay attack with uh, the Axe Legion, right, with the, with the, the, the baton mm-hmm. is a double stinger from both of you. And then it leaves a bomb inside it and then explodes, mm-hmm. right? The dash attack with the dog is you do a huge jump and slash 
downwards and that i mean your your hitbox moves right and every combination of those things results in a different system the training mode was really uh like i could see each step of it introducing the things one at a time and I could see the complexity complexity slowly growing, but it definitely reminds me of like that big, that wonderful one beginning where you're like, I'm starting to see how this is going to become. Uh, uh, your brain is going to have to do some gymnastics to get used to focusing on multiple. I'm I'm like way in there, and I'm still having like like learning new. Oh, like what if I yeah, set well, this guy well, efficiently? Out? I, like I, I was having a, I was trying to get the hang of like efficiently wrapping around and just doing the the bind. Yeah, for example, and there's situations where I'm like, fuck, I was in the perfect position, but my other thumb just made my character move move and stop the the link right. from happening, you know? And you're like, And oh, dude, okay. there's little puzzle elements in which like it's really simple, but it's like drag this thing over to the thing with the chain, which is move both yeah. some Yeah, you need um, an ambidextrous brain. So but it was super cool uh doing an Irish whip on on uh charge attacks that rush at you. It's really cool. That's man. really satisfying. You just split a product. Um, the slave chain. In terms of Legion stuff that you'll learn, you'll learn your stinger, you'll learn your your spin. You'll also learn new types of sync attacks. So, for example, when you chain somebody up, you will eventually learn a sync attack, which will have both of you dash towards the chained up enemy and just start fucking okay. both of you ordering down on them. I should I should let you know that the concept of a sync attack has not been introduced to me yet. Yeah. So this is all still. You were doing like, the the game fudges your controls the first time you do that second one and starts doing them kind of for you a little bit okay um yeah like the hey here's a question uh what what color is your character's hair mine yeah uh it's red okay it turns blue okay what happens if your default color is already blue turns blue if you're already blue though it turns blue you i just told you okay all right you pick blue no, I pick green. Okay, well, it Duh. turns blue, doesn't it? Yeah, it turned blue. Yeah, it turned blue. Yeah. Also, um, get fucked assuming what I'm going to pick and what I'm going to play. Apparently, you were like, oh, I'll pick a guy because Willie's going to pick a girl for 100% sure. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Yeah, and then, I, <laughs> and then I changed that myself by saying, remember, Wooly, the character that you don't pick will become the real character. Mm-hmm. And then I knew you would pick the guy. Like... Like, get fucked thinking that I don't know what I'm doing over here. Apparently... I made that choice for you. But then why did you end up picking the guy and thus having the the same the same route? Because people assumed... Because I thought you were going to play that game on the way home. Okay. Well, um, in any case, people don't believe you. <laughs> but... I, I'm going to say that uh, it turns out you can just go back to that or the, that yeah, just Mission Zero the other and one. swap it around anyway. Yep. But the look doesn't stay on the other twin. No. Right? That sucks. So your, your twins default minus your skin. I wish you could go make them custom look both ways. Yeah, well. That'd be really fun to create your own. There's not much you can do about ah. that. Because um, I'm like, I look like such a creative character next to... Uh, a normal Akira. So I know. have I have a, a big my big pro tip for you it, when you're buying your Legion points is that you personally are going to want to beeline to a move called Perfect Call and Perfect Call and Sync Attack. What Perfect Call is is call out your Legion, 
right before you're hit by an enemy attack. Yep. And it will make you invincible. I know. And then when you get perfect call plus sync, that will lead into a very, very, very powerful counterattack. I noticed the DT pop when you when you activate yeah. in the Nero esque way. So uh yeah, that that came to mind. I also have been very, very, very thoroughly alerted to the color schemes that you can unlock in the game. You go to that menu and you scroll. So yes, hyper aware at this point of of the Ava One colors. There's obviously. there's two ways to get those. Many a many a pictures and JPEGs were sent at me for your for your human mm-hmm. uh, S rank missions, mm-hmm. S plus rank missions. Mm-hmm. You will get those as well as doing uh, miscellaneous, you know, special gamey tasks. Which, uh, thanks, shout outs to Susie. She let me know that uh, S ranking is not what you'd think it is. Hell no, it's not. It's wildly different. <laughs> Requirements are not about styling. So here, here's the one that's going to hurt you in your soul. Damage is a non-factor in your ranking. Yeah. There is no stat for damage. In fact, you get points for getting hit during your dodges, and you get points for attacking relentlessly, even if you miss. That's crazy. You get points for using items. So uh, you you don't lose ranking for using items? Nope. Okay. You will get... So if you use a bunch of items, you will get a bonus. If you use no items and get the item hoarder bonus, uh, you will get a slightly larger bonus. For no items. Got it. Okay. Right? Like... Yeah, it, that, yeah. okay. So... But there's there's an entire page in the help text to, to, the in there about playing the game. Here's like 10 rankings. There's a bonus for taking a really long time to mm-hmm. finish a mission. Yeah, okay. Like what? Like Yeah, like Smash Arcade mode, right? Where you just had all those wacky-ass bonuses. Uh, the, the way to get rankings or DMC5 is not matter. to do it better, and this is going to sound weird, but to do more. Yes. You get use, more points the more you vary it use up. Use variety. Use as much as you can. Yeah, that's that's what I was... And uh, also, time is a factor. Yeah. There's a max limit on how many points you can get from time, but it's basically go as hard as you possibly can using as many different moves as you can. Now, to be fair... We are very familiar with style meters and kind of expected to get one. Yeah. Um, but this is a different take on it. Yeah. Does it feel fun to do that? Absolutely. Okay. And because there are tangible rewards for actually S plusing every encounter, I have gone and I'm actually doing the S plus run through the game and i'm unlocking a bunch of colors that i otherwise wouldn't have gotten and one of which is my favorite although cycling through your weapons is still what you'd be doing with dante yeah cycling through your weapons is not nearly as important as cycling through that other thing which you currently don't have access to okay legions yes x on the on the or sorry y instantly cycles to a different legion oh Oh, that's not something you equip before the mission. No, you're hot swapping in combat. You hit at, you hit Y instantly from sword to arrow uh, legion, and when you have when you have three or more, if you hold it down, it will become a time stop little radio wheel that you can sword legion M out and do the the pop up and then switch to axe legion to do the slam down and so on and so forth. Switching your weapon is mainly per encounter. Is it fast enemies? Use the baton. Is it aerial enemies? Use the gun. Is it big enemies? Use the gladius. Ooh. 
<laughs> okay. Think of the legions okay. as styles. Okay. I th- I thought you were equipping no sir. Thing. No. For that mission. So, Fuck. take for example, I'm going to use a quick example that'll wow. that'll give you uh, some a little bit of context, right? Sword yeah. Legion's really fast and is really good at attacking, right? Yeah. So, sure, he's my mainstay and I'm doing combos, right? But then Big Boy comes out that has huge active windows on his attacks and I find a really hard time dodging them, right? So, I'll switch to Arm Legion... Because when you dodge and do the sync attack, the animation is completely invincible on Arm Legion, but not on Sword and Arrow. And then, when there's tons of little baby enemies, I'll quickly switch to uh, Beast Legion, send Beast Legion away, and then perfect call, like, the parry on one of the little tiny shit enemies. Because Beast Legion's, like, perfect call attack lasts for, like, 30 seconds and is this giant dashing AoE dog everywhere and it cleans up the trash. So Legion Switch is a style and weapon switch at the same time. Yeah. Okay. This this guy's delay has a stinger, so it's really good for closing distance. This one's delay attack is invincible. This one's, like... The arrow, mm. the arrow dodge attack isn't invincible, but it moves you really far away. Okay. You know, all, all sorts of shit. And then on top of that, they have their Legion abilities, which is, uh, blade mode Zendatsu, uh, the ability to pinpoint shoot, uh, power up in your, uh, beat in, in a JoJo character, ride the dog and become a mounted unit and, uh, full in- invincible block. Okay, so then there can't be that much of a complex move- legion move list per legion. Then there's there, there's the attack that it does when you send it out, and then there's the dash attack. There's the spin attack. Spin stinger. There's the abilities that you set to it, like yeah. speed up or or sure, do a move. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. They maybe have eight moves each. Okay, but they also but the the thing is is that their sync move for every move that you do is also unique and also does something different. Wow, I really thought this was going somewhere completely so it's, different. Everything that you do is really simple, but every permutation of change that you add to it results in a completely different effect. So if you count all the unique attacks, like a sync attack, yeah, the move list is a, a gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Like, like no, obviously, like a um, um, fucking Stinger with Durga versus Kilgore are com- yeah, two completely different But things. the actual input yeah. is really, really simple yeah. because you're controlling two characters the whole time. Okay, my – what the impression I got of where this was going to go, I thought you were going to have a Legion with a, a large move list that, like – uh, a bunch of it is also just like, le- it, like as you level it up or whatever, would be like the auto attack would change or its 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 patterns would change or its moves would get the automatic moves it's doing the auto fighting it's doing would like get more complex. No, no. And I thought it was gonna do things like like create a juggle opportunity for you when now as you, you no, as the human it, you would then it's about using back and character one and character two separately and then combining them for something big and then separating them back out again i was really i was really uh, uh yeah misleading myself by thinking um because the auto fighting like made me think okay this assist is an auto fighting thing so for example you know uh i was you send it at the thing right now but you send it at the, the the opponent right now. But beyond that, you either pull it back or just leave it in. The the game in mission you one know? and two 
is baby mode control your stand. Yeah. And then the game after that is a fucking platinum character action game. But it still is auto fighting. For that. But you, you end up doing less and less of it as time goes on. Like you, you, uh, one of the abilities you'll learn in the next thing is when you rush your legion out, when you send it to attack an enemy and they rush out and they're at it. If you hold the button down after doing that and hit attack, your character will jump over and kick that enemy, and now you're there. So you'll be sending it out to attack to either occupy or knock something down. Or you can bring things towards you, too. Depending on your legion. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. There was, I, I don't, there's one instance in which I sent it out and then, like, like some, it brought it back to me, but I don't remember exactly how it happened. It only happened once that I can recall, but yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, beyond that, like, uh, just fighting that, that, well, <laughs> fighting that first boss and then getting a taste for what some of the others would be like. I, I love, I love the tone that that first boss sets for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I talked about it last week, but again, now you have slightly more context. Like, that thing hates you. Your stand would kill you in a second mm-hmm. if you did not have it physically restrained in chains. Oh, certainly. It it hates you so much. But the, the instant and unlocked, it ignores it kills other enemies in the vicinity because it wants to kill you itself. It hates you. It hates you. It hates you. But nonetheless, <laughs> we stand for slavery. Yeah. And <laughs> and and when these are the these are the these are the lands we'll die defending. And, and, and when you're standing there idle, <laughs> it thrashes around, and the arm one because it's the only one that has a that has like free hands. The arm one will reach up to the chain and like try and pull it off in its idle animation. Like this is a bad thing you are doing. You need to do it because fuck them, right? But this is a bad evil science that has been embarked on. Yeah, <laughs> um, you get like two. You, I, I'm sure I don't have to tell you how long it took before uh, that that session quickly got a grasp for slave cops, slave cops, and <laughs> and defending the right to use your slaves <laughs> to, and to, every- to eavesdrop on criminals uh, to. Uh, to to clean up the basic spill on the streets. I think the funniest thing in the in, in at that point in the game is that you see two dumbasses fighting in the middle of the street, and there's yeah. a cop going calm down, yeah. and you chain them up, and they just fall over unconscious, and the cop is terrified of you. What did you do? What did you do? Or or <laughs> or the other cop that's just unloading her gun at a portal to hell. Yeah, not understanding anything about it. I'm doing the best I can here. And the idea that, like, <laughs> you haven't even told the regular cops enough to know that yeah, you, that's you, a waste of you time. You essentially look at it, point at it, and it disappears. But and like, they go, huh, what? But the regular cops know enough to know that that's a bad, because yeah, obviously the world demons. is... But they don't know enough to know, hey, stop shooting at it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fucking hilarious setting uh, going so on So the more that I play the game and the more that I go over the levels, this is the Platinum game that rewards you by far the most for going back to play old levels. Mm. Um, so you played Mission 2. So, you know, when you're, you, you, after you fight the big guy and then you, you do the eavesdropping thing and then you go through a couple tunnels and you go upstairs, mm-hmm. there's, one, there's a blast door that comes down. And you can only lift it up with, with arm, arm legion. Yeah, I remember so that. So you go, ah, I'll leave it. Yeah. You know what's behind there? A boss fight. 
Oh, sick. Wow. Content. Every single stage in the game has a mini boss hidden behind something. Holy shit. Okay. Like a secret verse. Yeah. But they're bosses. Wow. In fact, some stages, half of their combat is secret verses. And this is where what you were saying about two hours on one mission file starts two, to make sense. Five. Okay. Mission six, file six, took me five hours. Two, when I sent you the text, I said mission six is beginning portion that was investigating and talking to people and, and eavesdrop that part. That was two hours. Okay. Um, here's a question. It occasionally takes me an hour to leave the police station. So, uh, is this the game, is this the kind of game where your ranking is, like, it is impossible for you to get an S if you did not go do that miniboss? Uh, no, it's, it's every, your, your mission ranking is purely based on the, on the verses. Okay. Second, um, if you go back and do that extra content, do you still have to do everything else in the stage? Uh, so if you go on the file selection, the, the stages are all broken up pretty evenly. Yeah. So the, there's two cases. There's blue cases and red cases. Blue case is the, the, the yes. side quest. Red Those are check mark or not. Yeah. Did you find it? Did you do it? Thumbs up. You're good. But can I go do one and quit the stage? Yes. Okay. And it will count. Okay. Fantastic. And on top of that, the stages are broken up into their sections. So, Chapter one of file five or whatever is the police station. Chapter two is the first part of talking. Chapter three is the second part of talking. So if you want to and you just want to do the combat stages, you can go file file three, chapter four, and then start. And it doesn't count the whole level in terms of your progression. Yeah. All you need to do is get that verse to S plus and then it will save and it will only count your highest ranking ever. Fantastic. Because Bayo One, going back to that recently on the LP, I uh, forgot about some of the antiquities, including to get a proper full ranking on this stage, you have to do everything in it every time, including the Alfheims. Mm-hmm. You have to go complete them quickly. And then pure platinum, pure platinum every to, yeah, and then find all the secret verses and then do everything. And you can't just go back. It's bad. It's hard. It's real hard. You have to do the perfect run on of, of every per piece of content on a stage and then finish it. So, for example, you can't just target what you have. Last done. night, I'm like, I want to, and then choose which one of the two. Last you want night, to I keep. want to S plus mission four. Yeah. Right. Mission four starts with a really long sequence in a big square where you talk to lots of people. Skip that whole part. Get right to the combat. Okay. Yeah. Boss fight. I skip right to the boss fight, which is the start of that. Mm-hmm. Three, four tries. S plus. Mm-hmm. Got it. Go to the optional battle. That one took me like an hour to S plus, but I did it. And then I'm like, go to the final battle. S plus it. Count, 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 count. Color unlocked. Mm-hmm. Now, Okay, you complete a mission in Bayo, a bunch of silvers and golds. Yeah. Maybe, You're like, yeah, that's good. And then yeah. maybe one stone. Yeah. Right? Uh, but you did it, and it's clean, and it's fine. Or you complete every verse, all platinum, but you die like 12 times. So there's 12 death things on the yeah, symbol. Yeah, it's that last Which one. Which one do you keep? Do you keep the old one, or you keep, or you update to the new yeah, one? Yeah, this one, it's the best of all worlds for your ranking. Did you ever, ever, ever... S plus this this fight that's locked in. Nothing will ever change that down. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
Um, it makes it totally legitimately possible and like workable to do this. Uh, but yeah, there's missions like, uh, I think it's mission five. It's like, I started up and it's like, I finished it. I did not fight half of the fights. And as I'm running through, I'm like, where were they? I, I unlocked all the secret doors that I saw. So where the fuck were they? Some of them are like, you have to find a point and then solve a mystery as to where the gate is. Some gates are hidden via platforming challenges. Some fights are, you know, the astral plane, that mm-hmm. area. Sometimes there are platforming secret, like behind the corner bullshit that you do. And then there's a secret path that leads to a boss fight. Like every time I've gone back to a stage, like to play through it, I have found a new thing. Is every stage, go- you know what? I mean, I don't even know if I want this answer. Ask but- away. Is every stage going to start with uh, that investigation Yes, mode? every stage is that. Okay. Some of them are, like, way, way, way shorter than others. Okay. Like, this one's... A- Do they get tiring? No. I think it's perfect for the pacing. Cool. Because the action game missions are, like, an hour long when you're doing them. Okay. And then the, the, the investigation missions will be, like, yeah, the really, really long one, like, the one that was crazy long, mm-hmm. that was a bunch of story... And then a sneaking mission, mm-hmm. and then uh, talking NPCs. But j- this little side quest ends in a minor combat. Like it's like you know a minute because, of because combat. Depending, depending on how mindlessly it's in, in, integrated, it could be just be like let's like okay, and now for dumb cop mode. Yeah, right. And then uh, it, it's the time waste. It's good get to because the game, but, if the game was okay. all action, I feel like it would actually get tiring. That was the one thing that like kind of killed me about Bayonetta is that like Bayonetta is like. Go, 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 go. And they would break it up with long pieces of exploration. And cut, yeah, and, there's, and there'd be long right? cutscene things. Here, there, it's like a, a gamut. I will tell you something, and this is going to sound odd, but so you got to go to the frame rate dimension. Yes. And it's really, really obviously the frame rate dimension. Yes. So after you beat the game, there's 11 missions, then that's the core story. Once you beat the game, you unlock file 12. And file 12 is 70 more missions, 70, that all exist entirely in the frame rate dimension and are mostly combat. Is this just God Hand challenges? No, it's Bloody Palace Bloody- one stage at a time. Okay. But they're levels. They're not fights, they're levels. Well, yeah, ultimately. And at the that. end of yeah, that okay. is your real final boss. Okay. So. There are part there. You're gonna run into parts where you're like, "Fuck, this game's amazing," but the frame rate in this part is kind of bad. Bloody Palace is a mission. Bloody Palace is the is the post game. Interesting, okay. right? There's a whole there's a whole lot. How did you like your anime intro? Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you see Red Cop in that anime intro? I saw Red Cop in the trailer for the video game. Dude, um, Red Cop. Yeah. I saw right. Yeah, I'm putting it down right now. I'm trying to push this. The character has a name. The character has a title. I don't care. It's Red Cop. Uh, I was. I had one other thing. Yeah, I was going to say when you're talking about like the whole um, uh, cop mode investigations or whatever. For me, the downtime is what I'm seeing to be the promise of police station hijinks. A little bit. And I assume that's a little the down- bit. I assume that's the downtime. Uh, it ranges everywhere from I, my cat's up a tree, like straight up. 
Yeah. And then you fucking hit the button and your legion goes and just grabs him and brings him back down to can you eavesdrop on these criminals? They're up to no good to there's a bomb about to go off. Use your legion to disarm the bomb. So not so kind of like back when you were returning to the 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 um, this the fucking whatever uh, space base in near. Yeah. Right. Like the that was to me. This is I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where you're break between the action is going to be yeah but you're saying there's also these little yeah. bl- blue missions the game and, uh, the game is like so I, I was doing a little bit of digging it's the most expensive game platinum has made it has been in development for five years and that's before near automata what about Scalebound? oh uh, i don't know about that oh. it's the most expensive game platinum has made <laughs> okay yeah um and you can feel it. You can really feel it. This feels like the first game they've ever made where they got to actually finish it. Is this Nintendo money? Yes. Okay. So they're... Because they, yeah, they, they had a credit in the start. So this is a Bayonetta deal yes. published by them. It's a Nintendo game. It's a Nintendo game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why... It's incredible. Yes. Really wish I could... Right now, it's my favorite Platinum game. Fighting words. It's really good. It has everything. It has everything that I like. And also, I can't... Oh, like, you'll get there. But, dude, using your stand... Your legions... Your stand... Like, it's it's like the JoJo fantasy game. You, Christ, the they do... The one thing I'm not seeing that I'm going to wait to see is, like, the airplay... It's with- very limited. With it's very your limited. normal cop, right? It's very, very limited. Yeah, because even you in don't Wonder- have a jump in Wonderful One Hundred One. Yeah, you do a fucking launcher, you do some air shit, mm. you can sting her over, you can do a, a a fucking house drop. You know, there's airplay that feels. So I'm like, I'm, in this case, it looks like it's there's not. It's as very much. limited. Yeah, I can I can feel that. So I'm like, mm, we'll see how that changes. It's up. it's it's closer to something like Rising, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Revengeance. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like, it's very grounded. Okay. Um, and you'll get in the next mission. It's like you'll also unlock Zandatsu and uh, yeah. I mean, dude, you, like you just threw out absolutely everything that I'm supposed to expect. It, ha- it has so almost every mechanic that I can think of that's been in a platinum game. It's wild. Okay. Game's good. I assume, uh, despite the like info ton that you just dropped. Uh, that there is still much more to be enjoyed and discovered that you have not mentioned. Oh, totally. Okay. Because I feel like you said everything there is to say. Don't worry. You'll forget half of it. Wise. And then you'll actually do one of the moves. And then you'll go... <gasps> like, there's one big secret that I'm not telling you about that is hidden in all the levels that you will enjoy, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I just mean combat-wise. Okay. Um. Yeah. Again, well, there's a lot of moves for these characters. <laughs> like they're, they're, it's actually super, super deep. Yeah, and it's also fucking insanely huge and long. Which I've been streaming it. I thought I was gonna be done last week. Uh, my I'm gonna like I'm doing five, six, seven hour streams. It'll end up being like seven of those. Yeah. It's fucking crazy long. Yeah. If. <laughs> Had had like we jumped into that training mode, and obviously that's a 
very long training session. It's really long. So, you know, in chopping up those episodes. You're like, oh, it's the training episode. It's the other training episode. I, t- I took a look at it and I, I was like, what episode am- four, I wonder, starting at the training and then I skipped all the way to the end. I'm like, yeah. there he is at yeah. the end of the sparring. But it's it's teaching you everything. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't want to remove that content. I think that makes sense to keep in mm-hmm. for the sake of learning what's happening. So I saw that you did a poll on yeah, the Twitter. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. I did not... Not to fucking get into the full of it here, and in fact, I think some people might be misinterpreting what's what there. But the at the end of the day, like I said, there's just there is a there's a limit to how much of a thing you can record. Yeah, and um, you know the 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 decision to kind of go with twenty minute parts was like I said it early on with with the channel, but that's a compromise based on like we don't back in the day on the old channel, you and me could be in something while. Matt was a not 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 that, or you two could be in something. There's a lot of shit all over the place, right? But that's not the case here. So because I'm in everything that we're doing, like there's there's a hard limit, and that means that like uh, we scrape up against that every week. So it's like to get a part of this a vastral train out every single day, right? So when you I was cutting, I cutting an hour into three helps make a, a a seven day schedule. So when I uh, when when you put that poll up, two. I went and took a look at the level breakdowns. Yeah, and the level breakdown for chapter six, which is the longest one, would end up that if you did every day twenty minute episodes, it will be six days in between, possibly seven days in between your character swinging a weapon. Like seven days in a row of mm-hmm. of episodes going up. Where your character doesn't swing their baton because the action because is it's talking to people, learning apart. stuff, cutscenes, etc. Okay, okay. See, and then the other thing and that course, mission's great, mm-hmm. but like it just it there's a lot. Yeah, and one then, of those is a stealth mission, for example. Mm-hmm. And of course, the other version of, of of things was like longer parts, fewer times a week. Um, but in like in that also kind of like well, one like you know people don't like like that gap that sucks and also too like youtube wise that's not good well, just record more yeah just re- just do it just it, work more it's in double it's in double overtime already. yeah i know it's but it's like that's the that's, length of the game means we're doing double to triple sessions i thought the game was like fucking 12 hours dude you know i thought it was gonna hey well yeah i'll stream master chain hltv oh, still shit. says 24 and a half that's bullshit that's crap yeah, that's fucking gar. I spoke to a guy on Twitter yesterday. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I did chapter five in like two hours. I'm like, did you, did you talk to every NPC? Like, no. Yeah. So it just, it, 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 you know, like I back in the day, we used to do half an hour parts when we had the ability to take more space. I don't have that ability. 20 minute parts is that compromise. That's kind of why I was doing it. But like in a game like this, a lot of people were not happy with a training episode. And then a training episode, and I can understand that because it's like, yeah, okay, you're, you're waiting for more meaty content. Um, I can't. I don't know what's coming. Just up tell in the, the game. piggies to shut up. I don't know what's coming up. I am shut not, up, piggies. I am not going to Luca blight anybody. Um, <laughs> I am not I like that. going. Uh, I, I don't know what's coming up in what missions and how the pace is going to come high. If you low. want, I will go through every single file and break down the exact timeline of appropriate time per level well i i've already i've already told min to 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 change the approach and like we've already we switched it up i'm going to try 
to get out more significant like episodes with like extra length in them and see how the balance goes. But essentially what will happen is like I'm going to put out longer episodes and try to not burn out doing that. Mm -hmm. And if we hit the end of the session, then there will be no more Astral Chain until (gasps) there's more. Yeah, you should, yeah, that sounds good. That's the that way sounds I like probably it, the best way to do right? it, right? Um, of course, what sucks about that is like if there's nothing there, that's not just annoying for viewers; that's also bad for the channel, right? So it's a fucking that's a balancing act. It's a balancing act, exactly. You know, but for the sake of like not annoying people with with like empty episodes, I'm going to try cutting them bigger for now, and then when the session's done. I'm gonna try just and get a, another one. Just do a thirty-hour stream and just do it. Yeah, we're doing we're doing multiple astral train sessions a week. Trust. So I I had yeah. I had a fun couple of moments where I'm like, hey, we'll do a file and then we'll do a second file and then that second file is three and a half hours long and I'm like, oh boy, I thought I was gonna be done at one in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oops. I'm glad to know this now. <laughs> yeah. In advance, boy. I fuck because like especially how recording goes where you're looking for a natural finishing point. This game has a bunch of natural finishing points all over the place. Yes. Verses, sequences, cutscenes, but but the part where you don't know. Well, first of all, I to me a, a finish, natural finishing point is not the end of a verse. It's getting back to your computer and saving the game. Yeah. I don't want to stop anything before Oh, I dude, save you the go game. you go 4 hours between doing that uh, game God, auto saves after it. every single thing you do okay fine fine that'll work did that'll you finish work. a verse it saved it that's okay. why you can go in old missions do a verse get s plus and then immediately leave. it is a switch game after all it needs to be kind of portable absolutely so yes that's good okay um but yeah i was kind of coming at it from uh, uh uh the point of view of like ah fuck i lost my train of thought anyway whatever it's a um, good game yes people should play it it's already been confirmed to be platinum by as a big success which means, and this is weird for them, they've just straight up already like said, hey, if this game's successful, we have a trilogy planned. Sick. And then they came out and said, this game was really successful. Yes. So Nintendo seems to be very happy working with them and doing, giving them the money yeah. to do the good thing. So that's awesome. Uh, also, I remembered what I was, was going to say. I was going to say that knowing in advance that this daunting, daunting, crazy-ass, beefy, beefy game. Beefy is going to be as long as it is helps to set my tone my expectations because games that i love piss me off when i think they're going to end and they don't right and i've described this multiple times for example every single persona game sets you up to think the credits are going to roll and then goes no and then danganronpa did the same thing and it's a thing where you're just like motherfucker like i i I like when there's more game here but i legit was like oh i'm pretty sure i'm done uh okay i have about two hours you know and then you and like i make the mistake of thinking i'm gonna wrap things up with persona 4 it was the first one hit me really bad i'm like i'm doing it i'm doing it okay maybe just a little longer and then the farther and farther i went i'm like oh there's like a whole another month here it was (laughs) yes and 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 uh, and i think uh one of the most recent times was with hollow knight where i oh man like you're just like oh man what the fuck 
is the end. Another one. You Another know? one. So, so like, it's like, and I, it's all amazing game, but there's a point where I'm just like, fuck me, my expectations are just getting thrown out I the window. I just want to know what my expectations should be. Just set me, let, allow me to set them. And this game does that. Hey, there's 11 chapters, and then there's a post game. My kingdom for a goddamn Donkey Kong Country percentage. Yeah. You know? And then you hit 101% and you're like, yay. But yeah. just... Well, the, the, the percentage system isn't even perfect because, like, remember Symphony of the Night? How much lies yes, are in the Symphony? Yes, 204.6% yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. Or, or I'm, and I was going to say, like, like the, the Zelda file load screen that Hollow Knight gives you yeah. also is, like, fucking lies. <laughs> so there's only so far that can go, you know? But, but knowing that this is just fuck you long from now is better than going in, seeing that HLTB on it, yeah, right? And then wondering what the fuck I'm doing as I'm sitting there and me and Reggie are exhausted yeah, hitting that fourth hour, yeah, you know? So, yeah, I'll just prepare for nonsense. I should mention that there's a lot of folks right now that are like, more game bad? I no. saw that. More no. Games, no, it's not no, more game no. bad. Good game, good. More good game, more good. Listen, guys, this is coming from an incredibly specific place that I would not expect anyone to empathize with, which is the ability to know exactly how long a game is is actually fairly important for work purposes. You plan things. Astral Chain has fucked my schedule up. FF7, a game that I was planning to do once a week or twice a week, has been gone for two weeks because I don't have time for it, man. I got to play more Astral Chain. Yeah. When uh, when it was not for these purposes, and you're just playing shit on my own, my own time, like I mentioned, uh, Dangan and Persona and shit, I was already still trying to plan around yeah. sessions of the game. And then you get into these moments where you're just like, oh, this sequence is not ending anytime soon. No. You know? It's not even like, it's not even like, I, like the ending, but you get to moments where I'm waiting for the sequence to end. Yeah. You know? P5 in particular, like... Casino and post. Casino's crazy. It's just like, how fucking long is this sequence? And I remember, like, it's, you're you're like... Are you ready for Royal with, an, uh, with a new month? Certainly. And all that I, shit? But you're, it's three in the morning, and you're like, God, I really thought... Pause the game and go to sleep, fucker. Yeah, so... But that's it. And so now, factoring in the work purposes of things, it's like it makes it extra hard to just not know what you're in for. You know, this but a, yes, more good game is good. More bang this, for buck, this, yay, this for is sure. A, this is a good game. But time management is real. Yeah, adults have time management problems. It's a real thing. You know, and well, you don't have a real job. Certainly not. You have one of them dirtbag internet jobs. Of course. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> so you know, plus uh, deciding how much completion i'm going for which that's tough with this game because it there's usually completion in a platinum game in particular is kind of binary are you gonna bleat are you gonna beat it yes or no are you gonna beat it on all the difficulties yes or no are you gonna pure platinum it yes or no here because of the way that it works yeah you can grind yeah. up on completion you can yeah. you can work on it now the way seeing as this is both my first time touching it and being recorded it's not like i have the liberty of being like okay in a normal world setting i will get around to uh, fighting rodin 
on my own time eventually. Yeah. Right. I'll get back to that. And then what, or whatever. In this case, you also want to show off cool shit. So I basically have to beat the game and then look at what else is there and then just do I'll a tell you this right. Cost benefit analysis. I will tell you this right now. Record you beating levels and then go back to levels on your own time for fun. Yeah. There is not enough in those levels. Like, yes, you'll go back and you'll find a ton of items and upgrade materials and maybe a new fight or two. But it is not worth it to go back and record that piece. Or you record the whole thing and then cut out 10 minutes, which is the actual fight. Yeah, it's I did. I not did, worth it. I did Alfheim's off camera, you know. Yeah, like, dude, same thing. And same that's thing. that just makes sense. But like if there's some extreme collection nonsense or just extremely daunting tasks, such as like the, the, the millions of halos required to get some of those extra weapons or in Wonderful 101 to under to get like Wonder Director and, and Bayo and stuff like that. It's like I'd love to show this stuff. Doesn't off. appear to actually do, the, the game does not appear to have stuff like that. OK. Because I'd, I'd love to show that stuff off in an LP, but let's be fucking real. Yeah. Come do, on. Do, uh, do, <laughs> do the whole thing as normal, and then, like, uh, afterwards, once you've fucked around with it and earned a bunch of stuff, do an extra, like, bonus one. Or, you know, <laughs> if you want to show any of that stuff yeah. off, which is colors and, you know. Certainly. And I get, I'm going to do shit for myself on my own time anyway after that, you know, like, like bloody powers. There's, and stuff, there's a lot of uh, character customization parts that are hidden. Like, a lot. Is some of that new black hair? Pardon? Is there is there new hair for black people? No. Oh. Okay. Because that would be nice. No. Because they can, just... You can get a hat. Because Damon X Machina just showed its new shit. It has all the models of those like NPCs now, mm-hmm. including their crazy wacky hair. Yeah. And one of them has new black hair. Mm-hmm. So... I'm happy because I can wear literally a dreadlock to one side haircut. There's a cool character nice. with robo dreads that I think you saw in the anime trailer. I had to give myself a Niori cut. Yeah, you did. I think that's the most popular cut that I see in, in people's it? footage. Yeah. It would be nice if I could have black hair. Wooly? I can't. It's 2077. The Ark is all the remains of humanity. <laughs> that hair is gone. <laughs> but wait, that hold, skin tone is wait, not. Wait, hold on a second. Alicia's there. Alicia Lopez is there. And I'm like... Yeah. There's one... Ca- Sarah? I think... There are very few black people left on the Ark. I think that hair is gone. <laughs> you know, the skin tone is there. Certainly is selectable. That's fun. And you can set your eyes to whatever color you want. Yeah. Including heterochromia dumb fuck bullshit. It's not a big deal. Just give me more than nothing at all. And when you give me more than nothing at all, please don't let it only be an afro. Well, Wooly. Thanks. Think about how I feel. What just was it? There's no teenage balding option. I can't look like myself. There's always bald. There's always bald. Yeah, but I'm not bald. I'm balding. It's a different look, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's only every other look you've had in your life that you can yeah, that's you can right. use. That's it. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true because I have really curly hair. And well, I mean you can't tell now. But uh and curly hair is almost always totally absent from almost all games because it sucks shit. Sometimes to make. all I'm asking for is 
one hairstyle that I that I had over the course of my life. Any of them. Okay, there well, have been many. Just here's one. My advice to you: take the white hair, yeah. take the white person hair, okay, yeah, and just shave lines into it, yeah, so that the bald thing with the single buzz has a couple of lines, and it looks like shitty textured cornrows. This is a discussion <laughs> that you need to have with somebody at Platinum because I bet if you actually, if somebody actually spoke to one human being, they're like, "Oh yeah, we totally didn't," and then they would add a couple. Right on the next one, yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's more than expected. It's fine, and it's just the state of character creators. It's just and how it is. How it is. I really do need to getting to sit down and and do my my videos on like w- Wooly. The fucking bar is so low <laughs> on how black that, people that when I started the game are. up and I selected the black skin tone, I was like, "Oh, good, it's not a mutant. It's not purple. That's nice. Like that. What? That's how low the bar yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, yeah. "Oh wow, it's like a human." Yeah, I'm, I was. I was happy that I could set the color and then the lips separately to make them look a little bit more normal. I was enjoying that yeah. ability. That's nice. You know, and they even let they even let uh, your sibling match the same color, and that's cool too. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they both are the same tone because they are, in fact, properly related. Yes, unlike your your dad is adopted, Grandpa Vargas, who has a really young sounding voice. Out of be- like not, I don't want to say not good casting, but I want to say not the casting I expected. Okay, so I w- old man with beard and scar face, great. Should not sound like a flustered kind he sounds of... sounds younger than me. A flustered 30-something. Also, uh, I don't know if it's the voice actor or the voice direction they gave him, but Jin's lines just cut through the game, and they're bad. Like, constantly. <laughs> Constant so, bad. Like, he's he, he his appearance and his attitude as that, like, oh, silly dad, are just, what? Yeah. Because I'm seeing Von Fennell's trainer yeah. from Escaflot destroy the cameras slash Cliff Underzin from yeah. Guilty Gear you know and every other old man with the star or like, eye or that like, looks like or that. like Papa Nier Papa Nier something any of that yeah. yeah hey guys hey it's good that you joined the force huh it's like what the fuck yeah Reinhardt yeah you know it's a it's a type but anyway um yeah, uh, I will say actually, come to think of it, about the about the 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 black hair thing, there is one positive the game is, and that is the game says that in the future when humanity is doomed, race mixing will be the norm. Did you talk to everybody in that police station? Uh, yeah, I think I did. You notice how every single character has an Asian and a Western name? Uh, no, I didn't notice that. Almost every single character, it's like Shizu Edwards. How about that? Interesting. I noticed that one motherfucker that had my hair, and that was bullshit. Fuck that guy. Which guy's that? Uh, the guy standing in the corner. Was it Robert, maybe? I don't know. Richard? Richard. Yeah, Richard. He Richard's has my fuck. hair, and my, he has my hair color. So fuck that guy. Yeah. But anyway. Richard's weird. I like him. But yeah, time to go back over to Damon X Machina and use the half-dread hairstyle, the Killmonger. Yeah. Which they just put in the game, which is fucking awesome. Mm. So yay. Astro Chain, good game. We'll be talking more about it next week. Probably not quite as long as this. I can't wait to play more AC. 
I know. Isn't that becoming? You, you saw that thread, right? <laughs> hey, I'm getting it. Oh man, the AC is really good. Oh, AC's fantastic. Oh, you mean Ace Combat? No, I mean uh, Assassin's Creed. No, I mean Ash Chain. Oh wait, hold on. You're not talking about? Uh, oh fuck, what was the other one? Assetto Corsa. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 not even. No, it was. There was. There there's was like ten. There's Armored like, Core. Yeah. There's there's like there's At, what you mean Animal Crossing? Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. No. Fuck. That's bad. It it's like the most common one, I think. Yeah. FF was was big FF's for a while. Bad. FF was But big like for these are all different games. Yeah. And also, well no. AC are the most games that are high profile that all whereas, have the same initials. Whereas 95% of the planet thinks of Final Fantasy. Yeah. And then like 3% think of Fatal Fury mm-hmm. and then one percent thinks of fighting force. I think of fighting force, <laughs> and, and and then final fights in there, and then and then the rest think of final. After fight. after fighting force comes final fight, obviously. Yes. Um. So yeah, we played Astro Chain, and what's MW? Modern Warfare. Not Mech Warrior. No, it's Modern Warfare. Hmm. I think of Mech Warrior. You're wrong. What about Monster World? That's nothing. You what? did it. You did it. You did it. You did it. Congrats. All right. So we played Astro Chain. Uh, I also played something else briefly. Mad World. Mad World. There it is. But that would actually just be... Uh, it wouldn't just be M. But uh, I also played River City Girls. Yes. By the way forward. Yes. Uh, it's a River City Ransom 20 years later with the girls. Yes. Uh, the soundtrack is incredible. There are tons of vocal tracks just walking around. Oh, like the trailer. Yeah. Cool. The, the Tons of them. The uh, animation is stellar. The use of color is amazing. The voice acting is perfect. Anim- anime hamminess. Uh, it plays fantastically. Uh, a Bobo is there. A Bobo is there. A Bobo is there. A Bobo. Yes. Sick. He is there. So By, uh, they're full Double on, Dragon and... They're full on embracing the Double Dragon. Skullmageddon is a shopkeeper. I saw the picture. Is that actually Skullmageddon? It is totally Skullmageddon. Okay. And there is a very suspiciously okay. placed redhead with sunglasses very close to his shop that I'm looking at and going, that's weird. Okay. Uh, so Bimmy and Jammy oh, are oh. in Kunio World. Bammy is the dojo master. Okay, we're yeah, this is what it is. Got it. Okay, cool. Interesting. Just straight up. Interesting. Uh game's great. Kyoko, uh her forward heavy is a dab. Did you see this? Yes. It is a hard dab and with it rainbow blows effects. Everyone away. And it is a fucking like hard forward. It's amazing. I I have so far I've beaten four bosses. The final hit on every boss has been a dab. Dab on the haters. Story is stupid as fuck because of course it is. Yeah, the boyfriends got tied up. They got kidnapped. They're in the you gotta get them. Uh, game's great. Love the sprites. A, a plus beat them up. It it is. Does it feel even though the sprites look completely different from everything that's come before in that franchise? Yeah. Does the gameplay and beat em up style resemble um, River City? Or is it just something it's new been, entirely? It's been too long for me. I can't re- even remember how. Did you, did you touch any of the newer River City no. games at all? Okay. I played River City Ransom once back okay. in the day. Because there's a bunch of new ones came out. And so here's how I can explain the, this the game system. to you 
Wooly, and and take the Scott Pilgrim hole, right? Okay. In your heart for the Scott Pilgrim beat em up game. Okay. That is no longer allowed to be played. Okay. And take River City Girls and just jam it in there. And it's better. Okay. Okay. Scott Pilgrim was fun to watch. Yeah. And funny. And listen to. Uh, and listen, it was amazing to listen to. But the gameplay was very basic. Yeah. This is much better. Okay. That's good. It's great. Good, good. That's it. And if you want to see more Astro Chain and River City Girls, you you go down, head down to twitch.tv slash angriestpat. That's a crazy Twitch channel. I'm going to be streaming River City Girls tonight, in fact. Is it like an hour long? It is two streams long. This is how I'm going to describe games to you now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it, it is about eight hours long. Whoa, okay. Yeah. That's long for a beat-em-up. And... Um, each character is significantly different, and when you beat the game, I have a sneaking suspicion that you will unlock two more characters. Okay, you don't play beat 'em ups a bunch. You did play Double Dragon Neon. I did not. Oh. Is there any sort of progression system where, like, you get? Oh, dude, it's River City. You're you're going and leveling up your stats. You're buying new moves. New buying new moves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's great. That, I, I mean, obviously, I picked it up. Haven't booted it, uh, but um, definitely going to be taking a look at that on the channel this week. Um, was supposed to do it last week, but shit came up, unfortunately. It's got a great couple moments in there. Like, the, the bosses are all stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm. And just, like, a nice little... They talk more than I would have expected with voice acting. There's a nice little moment. like, what the fuck's wrong with our town? Mm. Why is everyone like this? <laughs> I think I saw something also confirm something saying that like oh yeah that did great and way forward is like super down to make more good so do both it that and astral chain yay new big hits awesome so yes you're saying it's for good. more and for that. more you check it out twitch.tv slash angry as pat and uh, me. yeah and for more uh, astral chain uh, you can check out Wooly versus also this week I'm going to be taking a look uh, with the boys at. Um, yeah, River City Girls and Control. Um, that game's really good. Yep. And I believe Deus Ex is dropping this week, too. You say Deus Ex? Machina. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Whenever that drops, I might take a look at that, too. So, uh. Wait, that game's called Damon X. Damon X. Damon X Machina. That's it. <sighs> Before we run away, I do have two other things to add. Mm-hmm. They're very short. Mm-hmm. One, I started watching Demon Slayer. How's the, how, about, how about that animation? Did it's Hey, this is the most by-the-numbers shonen I think I've ever fucking seen. How about that y- animation? Young boy go kill demon. But how about that animation? Wow. Yeah. Like, they use 3D really well. On, like, tracking shots yeah. or, like, walking shots. It's 3D. It's kind of far away. It's like, oh, that's good. That's good. So I follow, and then they save all the money for, oh, the water coming off the... Wow! So I follow an account on Twitter that just all... It just showcases Sakuga, which is high-budget moments of animation. Okay, can you tell me what that uh, Twitter account is so I can follow it? Sure. It's fantastic. The term Sakuga refers to super high-budget moments in anime. That, yeah. That's what that is. So if you look that up, you're going to... A lot of people make it food. You're going to see a lot of... Fanta- <laughs> yes, in Ghibli's context. You're going to see a lot of GIFs of, that are in 60 frames per second 
Um, the one in particular that I follow... Uh, where is it? You don't have to tell me right now. All right, well, I'll find it later. Find it later. But it's fantastic. And they just... They just and and they, a bunch of Demon Slayer suddenly just showed up on that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's it. it. So seeing, and then Min came in and went, you need to watch this show. And I was like, the, apparently the, so. Seeing the clip of, of young green boy attacking Spider-Man, uh, and then it was like the most beautiful animation of a sword boy that I've ever seen, I was like, I should probably watch this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a thing. Um, um, that's fun. I like I like the sister a lot. I think the sister is great. She kicked that dude's head off. That's a good tone setter. It's always a good tone when the when the girl kicked the man head off. Um, and also, I will graciously, for all of you, expose my balls in one of the most embarrassing things that has happened to me in like a year. I almost cried over how embarrassed I was. So as you know, I will occasionally do video game streams from time to time. And in addition, I am a big fan of Obsidian. Outer Worlds is coming out relatively soon. So, since I know a contact or two at Obsidian, I was like, hey, I should see if they are offering streamers early codes or what have you. So I went, hey man, how's it going? I used to know the other guy, and he forwarded me to you when he uh, moved on from his position, and you're the new PR guy, blah, blah, blah. Nice to meet you. Uh, are you guys doing any promotion for the Outer Wilds? Because I'd be interested in streaming it, and, you know, it's coming out. And he replies to me, well, Outer Wilds is already out, and you could go contact our friends at Mobius Digital if you would like code for that. Thank you very much. And I go, oh my god, I just got the name wrong with the Obsidian community manager. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally you went. The, I literally the same thing went, we've been saying for weeks. I literally went to the the and PR man and I typed it out. And you read and he, what you he wrote. replied to me in two minutes. And like, you clicked. It the is button. the fastest reply I have ever seen from a community manager. Just go. You should you should really go check out uh, Moby's Digital. You can go talk to them for Outer Wilds. And I'm just like, and I wrote this huge, oh, I'm so stupid. I totally streamed that game. I completely forgot. What well, that was two days ago. He hasn't looked at it. So he so the crisp so the crisp visual of a bridge burning like into I t- thin I, air. I'd and then you checked your work. Obsidian that bridge is burned. I you burnt verif- it. You I killed verified it. your oil. You checked it, and then you went, yep, seems pretty good. And you struck that match, and you tossed it on the bridge. And now it's a cliff. Now, so I'll be doing a, a, a outer, 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 outer... Did you notice when I said it in the story, outer, I'm like, outer world. Like, I had a big playing, You're going to be playing OW. I'm going to be playing Outer World. You're going to be playing uh, OW. On its retail release. Don't worry about it. When it comes out in a, a bit. Just tell everyone, just tell everyone we're playing some OW today. That is the most embarrassed I've ever been. Uh, the entire time I have worked in this industry because it is a it is something that I mocked people for relentlessly while I was streaming Outer Wilds. I came onto this podcast and mocked people who kept 
got the name wrong and we're coming into my stream going, oh, Outer Worlds is already out. Oh, it's crazy. And then with the one person that I can't make this mistake on because it's the difference between, hey, maybe I get the game or a day earlier. Fuck. Yep. And he saw it right away. I didn't have time to like even see it and go, oh, shit, and delete it and then type it again. Like, like you know when you'd send something to somebody and it's like a business contact and it's like seen within like 30 seconds? Well, I was going to say, they the, just happened. The, the speed at which the dunk was, I, re- I, was returned. I had no ability to save is, it. Is, is thoroughly like inf- informative of how badly you fucked up. Oh, my God. Uh, so hold that and keep that in mind. <sighs> Fucking. Yeah. So well done there. Ouch. Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, Overwatch. Sure, there's got to be a couple others there. I don't know. So that's my embarrassing story of the day. Well done. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, the fucking the the. You know that noise that you only hear when something like that happens and it comes out of you and you're like, what is that noise? It's like, like it's not a no, it's just... <laughs> and you're reaching out and you can't stop it, it's too late. So, oh, you had a bad week. <laughs> that, was, that was just but a little bit ago. I'll tell you who had a good week. Who had a good week? Nintendo. Why is that? Because it's been a while since a Nintendo Direct dropped megatons after yes. megatons on the unsuspecting. That was a good direct. On the unsuspecting masses. That was a good direct. They lit the fucking floor up. So, hey, everyone, there's something here for you. I Not you, Metroid fans. I kind of feel like the the the, the directs kind of were, people got used to like, okay, well, there'll be some cool news. You yeah. Know? But this felt like an E3 out of nowhere. Or maybe, maybe we're just biased towards things within our sphere of fandom slash influence. Yeah. Because it also felt very tailored. <laughs> it sure did. It felt like a very strangely targeted Nintendo Direct. Uh, Not you, SMT fans. I I came in a little bit late on it, but... After the after the, the the confirmation, but we we talked so much about speculation, Terry, last week that we don't even really need to spend that Terry's much time. Terry's in, you know. Um, more than anything, the hilarious discussion that comes from uh, people either a being upset at him being there as opposed to uh, whatever the fuck else, um, or where's Sora, man? Where's Sora, man? Says all North America. And, and Europe, Europe, and uh, part of Japan. Yeah. Um, or uh, the other thing, which I love, which is a bunch of people going, "Hey, I don't know anything about this Terry Bogard guy. What game should I play? How do I get into Terry Bogard?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, bro. Okay." So Red oh. Red from Pokemon got really ripped, and you know, go grab a copy of KOF ninety eight. Go grab a copy of uh, Fatal Fury Special. Real bad if you're feeling frisky, and then close it out with some Mark of the Wolves, and that'll be your crash course in Terry Bogard. That's already too much. You know? That's so, you know. Certainly. It's also funny that, like, people want to, like, play them in preparation in advance. Yeah, in a that's way, a weird thing. Where it's like, it's going to be a Smash character. You're going to be fine. Yeah. You'll figure it out. But he will be faithful in ways that we don't expect. 
right? Because each of these DLC characters is being treated way more specially if, if than, you, any, than any if of the previous ones. you do the ones. fucked up motion for Power Geyser, he does a bigger Power Geyser. Yeah. He does the three, he three smash. He does boom, boom, boom. Yeah. For sure. And it's not better or worse. It's just cooler looking. I think they're going to give him the line system. Shut he will up. jump into the Shut background up. and Shut dodge your, attacks. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> and create a second line to face and then do diving swings at everybody. Shut the fuck up. You dodge and then you switch You know, lines. I just realized it's actually really appropriate for... Ter- oh, no, wait. It was... <laughs> yeah, Fatal Fury had out of bounds. It had out of bounds. Out of bounds. He will have, he will have the, uh, uh, the line system and he will have the top system. So that when his percentage is in between... That's crap! In between... You are full of shit. In between 65 and 85%. so fucking He has access to a top move. That's bullshit. Where he's flashing. So you don't want to be too low or too high in the percentage. You're a liar. You want to keep it right in that sweet spot. Nintendo Direct. Who cares about Smash? Deadly Premonition 2 exists. All right. There was a lot of announcements, actually. Way more than ever expected. So if we're going to go through um, Overwatch Legendary Edition. Cool. Coming yeah. to Switch. Totally. Dope. Luigi's Mansion 3. Who cares? Dope. Yo, Luigi's Mansion 3. Luigi's Mansion is a good, good fucking game. You haven't played any of them, right? Yeah, I played about 10 hours of two. They're fun. Yeah. Um, but who so- cares? Super Kirby Clash. New Kirby game confirmed. Free to start. Hell yeah. Hal continues because they can't stop, won't stop. Because why would you? You can just make Kirby forever. And guess what? They're all fucking good. Mm-hmm. No such thing as a bad Kirby game. Test me if you think I'm wrong. Fuck you. Game is cursed. Uh, fantastic. <sighs> that game's trash. Had fun. Liked it. Didn't beat it. Still a fun game. Uh, we have Trials of Mana HD remake. Looks good. You a Trials of Mana guy? I remember downloading Secret, uh, of, Secret Mana. of Mana three, Second Ten Sensu three Second back Ten in the day because that game was crazy. Didn't get very far though because it was Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Um, looks pretty. Yep. For a remake of an old ass sprite thing, so people must be very happy with that. I never got into Mana. Um, I think I talked about it a couple times. Yeah. But, you know, sure. Uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. That's a cool game. Yep. Um, guys that made papers, please. Never played it. Still waiting to do it. Looks I think cool. that was a pretty good excuse to give that a shot. Little Town Hero. And then... Little Town Hero looks like fucking shit. I don't know anything about I it. I will take a fucking stand on this. I don't know anything about it. It's the game that the Pokemon company is making instead of Pokemon. And yeah. it looks like fucking crap. But I mean, I, I then like I know it's well, Game Freak's making it, but I don't know what they're doing. Like, wasn't it? It was just called Town before. It was right? called Town. Yeah. Like they showed it off, and the whole thing is you you hang out in your town, and you defend your town from monsters in like this terrible looking battle system with a terrible frame rate and an ugly game. But Toby Fox is doing some of the music, so hey. And but that game looks like trash. If I was a Pokemon fan, mad about the the national deck shit, I'd be double mad with how bad Town looks. So I'm I, the, I'm trying to see what the gameplay is actually looking like because the trailer shows off you talking to some characters. What is this battle system? Strategic combat. Looks like a shittier Yokai watch. What kind of combat did Yokai watch have? 
some crap where you spin the thing. Hmm. I'm not sure, but anyway. Um, I, it's, that game looks like trash. I think you're 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 fucking jumping a little bit deep in there. It's, it, I, I can't tell what the system is that much, but I think... Watch the trailer with the sound on as they explain what the game is. Because maybe cute. it doesn't just look like trash. It also... The art style's cute. It's fucking... Whatever. Anyway. It's a fucking 3DS game that runs like shit. All right, relax. Terry mm-hmm. Bogard faces the fury. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I like Terry. It's nice that, th- that announcement trailer is a thing of beauty. I can't believe I talked about it in advance. They spent two minutes with no gameplay dunking on kyo just showing you yeah 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 and i mean like rightfully so like we were talking about just like oh how do you do this thing you have the fucking car the invitation it's the same yeah. looking invitation they have they obviously felt the same way and like yeah kyo misses it never gets a shot and then the invitation just floats by everybody and like nakaru jumps to get it rio does a, a ryakuranbu misses andy joe they both do their dives. They miss. Yori has it slip out of his hand and starts laughing. Fucking Geese tries to get it and falls out of his tower and into dies. Tekken. <laughs> no, into Tekken. <laughs> Geese Howard wanted to be in Smash, uh, but he fell into Tekken. And then eventually it falls on the ground and the spotlight. And then Terry picks it up because yay. What, a, what a great... Poor Kyo. That dude... I, I felt so bad for Kyo because I, I talked last week what I wanted. Terry gets two games. What I wanted was for Kyo to reach out and get the invitation in 98. And I'm looking at the animation start and I'm like, get the... F-, and it like just pops Woof. out of his hand. I'm like, you poor bitch. Yeah. You poor bitch, yep. Kyo. Now, the only thing I can say is Terry is the obvious better choice as a representative of SNK. Yeah. However, some other game should get Kyo just so that he's not left out. Put him in... I uh... mean, there's, I mean, Aori in Million Arthur isn't exactly the biggest gangbusters crossover. Yeah, of the put century. him in Dota. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, fuck, yeah. So, um, Poor Kyo. You know what? He will be in a game coming soon. He will be in King of Fighters for girls. Oh, he will? Oh, good. Which I believe they said they're delaying to uh, increase the quality to not disappoint their fans. Is the implication here that it was it like we were making a game for girls so it was okay for it to be trash and then we're like, no, let's make it good for girls? Is that like... Or that people laughed at the name and they may might have misread that as oh no the game is not good enough so we're gonna take more time on it when really they just need to not name it something so stupid but i digress link's awakening looks good looks great um just when you thought you couldn't see another toon link form I thought they already announced this. This is not a new announcement. No, it's not a new announcement, but they just showed a trailer for the and the amiibo. Clay. That you're gonna get with it. So uh yay, Clay's good. Yay for that. Um they shut off Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Dragon Quest eleven S. And then more relevant. Hashtag the thirteen hundred FE. Thirteen thousand. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Nah, you were right the first time. 
Tokyo Mirage Sessions Fire Emblem Encore. Kowashitai. Oh boy, did a high-pitched big old laugh come out of me when I saw that thing. They actually did it. They actually did it. Hey, I heard that game's okay. Should I play it? I can't wait to see the new playable Tiki and all the crossover outfits with three houses. Yay. Oh boy, are there going to be. Oh, there sure are. <laughs> In fact, they've already shown some of them off. Yeah. I'm... I don't know. I like it's so weird because there was a point in time where I was like, "This is a guarantee that they're going to bring it back," and then I was like, "It's been so long. This has never happened." Did you see that chart of like exclusive Wii U games that were slowly working we're through? More than halfway done. We're working through the exclusives. It's fucking hilarious. The Wii Wear shit's gone forever. Yeah, but the Wii, but the Wii exclusives are slowly ma- Wii U exclusives are slowly coming back. Yep, yep. Fucking. Hashtag FE out of nowhere. They must have been working on it while that LP was going on. Or maybe. Nah. Maybe. Nah. Maybe. Deadly Premonition 2. The game that obviously would never get a sequel. A Blessing in Disguise. What a good name. Um, I can't believe that game exists and sweary came it's made by a new studio and then sweary came out it's like by the way i'm totally directing this i can't believe the quality of the models it looks good looks looks like a real game but it's still still janky still jank as fuck but it looks good it's the same like like it's almost like they up uh, you know what it looks like looks like d4 the textures are are so flat yeah. But it's still and it's still jank and it still has those the, the black outlines on every yes, it looks like D4. Are you looking at uh, are you looking at the trailer yes, or whatever? I right am. And then Deadly I, Premonitions hey, Origins. Hey, I have a I have a I have a I have a little tip for you. There's a little 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 secret for people who watch that trailer really closely. You know that bit in the beginning where uh the FBI lady is talking to the man, the old haggard looking man? Yep. That apartment look familiar to you? No. Well it's in Boston. And it's the same apartment from D4. Didn't play D4. Oh, okay. Well, D4 ended on a notorious cliffhanger. And this is totally going to actually be a sequel to D4 as well. Oh, you think they're going to use this to it is ex- that It up? is the same house. Okay. And it is but, in the but same could city. that not just be some sort of like... Asset reuse? No, not asset reuse, but like mild tie-in as opposed to complete wrapping of the story? Because I remember he was super... Dis- Forrest Kaysen is in D4. Okay. Because I remember how disappointed he was that that that, fr- that series had to end prematurely. Yeah. So it would be cool to have the opportunity to tell people, hey, here's what actually I think, happened. I think if it was just the same room or something and it was magic, I think that would be like a little nudge. But it's like... It's the same city, too. It would be a smart opportunity to close an open chapter, an open book. Also, that- uh, D4 had yeah. time travel elements... And this game also will have you traveling through time. And it was it was one, it was supposed to be a five part thing, right? Yeah, and you got one. You got one. <laughs> you like yeah, okay. You got so, one. Yeah. That's yay, sweary. Good, yay. Good for you. Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition. That's a great game, and it has cross save between the PC, which is really cool. So that's coming to Switch. Uh that's wild. Did any, is that the first cross save thing on 
Uh, maybe, maybe Fortnite. Yeah, sure, Fortnite. <laughs> Doom sixty four because what? I can't believe the Doom sixty four announcement didn't end with, and it's out now. I can't I, believe they gave a date for it. it's in November. Like what? What were people? Was this Doom sixty four is a really good game? Was this a thing people were Doom sixty four is a really good game? There's nowhere else you can play it. Okay. Okay. First time ever hearing of it's, it's a completely different. Game. I know, I know, I know. It's a unique. I know, I know. I have all. I know it's a unique Doom game, but good for you. you fucking deserve it. Good for you. <laughs> um, you deserve. It. I know it's a unique game, uh, but I never knew that it was like a beloved exclusive that people wanted. So, uh, how about that? Uh, it's canon. Does it take place after Doom Two and before Doom Three, or is this the true Doom Three? Dude, I don't know. Did Doom 3 never happen? Doom's stupid. So, like the story, I mean. So when Doom guy ends up in Smash, it's going to be the Doom 64 version? Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, how about a Doom guy outfit for the shooter me, uh, me, uh, 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 me fighter? That'd be fucking double hilarious if it was the same I character. would accept that. Yeah. I would accept Doom guy helmet and body... At, with the, the gun. At, at this point, I'm BFG. actually. Uh, I, I saw the recent uh, character polls that Sora's at the top. Yep. And Doom Slayer is only in the U.S. Yep. and halfway down. I'm Japan like, couldn't give a nah, shit. Nah, he's not. He's not gonna. No. No. Sora's way up there. They want another square character in. Um, and, but I kind of think I'm still standing by like my theory that Smash Ultimate Sakurai is looking to overwhelm you. He wants this game to end on a note where whatever you thought you might want, fuck you, it's there. What else do you want? You can't think of anything. Shut up. You know what? He wants you to sit there and go, ah, and do the thing that you've been doing for years, except you have nothing. You open your mouth and no words come I out. I want... Because they're hollow. Everything you've asked for has been answered. And I you want hollow night. Empty. You said hollow. I want hollow night. You are left empty. At the end of this game, when the final roster is revealed... The last character is a mirror, and it's you, and it's your. <laughs> it's hollow, already in there. It's your hollow soul because you have nothing left to ask for, and you fade to nothing. This is what Smash Ultimate is. When you have nothing left to demand of him, you cease to exist. The envelope goes to you. It already exists in the Me Fighter. Yeah, no, but no, not actually your. Li- oh, me. No, you. Pat. Oh, okay. I want I want Sakurai to exhaust everyone's demands. You're not getting out of this Nintendo Direct announcement without. Re- I want everyone to feel like, <laughs> like I want everyone to feel like an auto blow has been attached to them, and hours later nah, it's still like going. Don't like this. And you're like, dear this, God, help this, me. This is not family friendly. Please get it off. Stop. It uh, won't stop sucking. Get to, no. Please get it off of me. And it's like, this is what you wanted, isn't it? This is not good. Isn't this, this what you wanted? This is everything you've ever asked for. Now enjoy as uh, this permanently is attached to you nah, and it's stuck forever. That's... It just keeps going. Nah. Everything you ever wanted from Sakurai, here it is. So this is the total opposite of Harada standing up saying, don't ask me for shit. This is asked me for all of it. All of your dreams are coming true and then some. Yeah. And then some. Eat. 
eat, piggy, eat. Okay, so we started the podcast off with you saying, I'm not going to Luca blight anyone. Sakurai is Luca blighting everyone. Dine. Ugh, Sup. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this. Force feed you more characters. I don't, I don't like this whole bit. This I fucking. Whole bit this is bad. where he's going with it. Oink, oink. More characters? How many more? Another season for you? No problem. We have another season coming right up. How many do you want in it? More music? I bet they're going to do another more season. More stages, after that. perhaps? He puts on his Willy Wonka hat. And he says, Look! Willy Wonka's in the game. <laughs> Candy everywhere. Eat! Feast! A whole river of chocolate. Turn into a blueberry. <laughs> Dine on as much as you want. This is what Smash Brothers is because he's done it four times now and it's, it has never been enough. It's also it's also in this unique place in which for a crossover thing usually you go to a different company and you go, "Hey, we'd like to use one of your characters. Is that okay?" And then a lawyer thinks about it and then, but here you have people like calling Nintendo and going, "Can you please use Rayman? Can you please use like uh fucking Sora, you know, like everyone will hold that final patch, that final update. They will click on that versus mode, see that character select screen and say, I'm sorry, Sakurai. I'm sorry. They will tear blood <laughs> and they will apologize because there is nothing left to ask for. I'm telling you, you're getting everything. Now that Sans is there, whether or not you count that or don't, you can fucking argue that. Well, Doom Guy's not going to get it, so it doesn't even matter. But as, but maybe as a shooter outfit, because why the fuck not? And Gino is already in as a sh as an outfit. Yeah, Gino's in. Everyone, more. Let's talk about what's really important. Stop talking to me about Gino. Gino was in one game. You know, um. Full faith that Sora could show up because the, the the square friendship is already on. The I don't table. know. I'd be bored with Sora. Dante like. can show up. There's nothing. Well, you totally know how impossible. you know Dante can show up, Wooly. Hmm. Did you see what else they announced for the they Nintendo sure Switch? Did. Would you like to read that off for the people? Devil May Cry Two coming to the Switch by itself. Not in the trilogy, for that matter. By itself. Yeah. I laughed and laughed and laughed. And then I saw a single comment that made me go, you know what? At this point, who the fuck even knows? Maybe they're releasing these Dante games apart so that they can tie the Dante's Awakening Special Edition trailer with a little bit at the end where he gets announced for Smash instead of releasing the trilogy. It's the Season 7 of Smash Brothers Ultimate <sighs> will just be the cast of, of PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> like, we're just going to scoop up some of the, er the ones who didn't make it. Yep. What are you doing, Parappa? Nothing? Get over here. Cool. Ratchet, Clank? Yeah, whatever. You guys Fuck are it. cool. Get in. Yep. Per Fucking doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Who else wants in? Hey, Hachi, well, that's yeah, easy. Free. Yeah, that's done. I'm shocked he isn't there already. Free. I'll be honest. Done. Uh, 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 um, the uh, fucking um, 
whatchamacallit, uh, Steve and, and, and Steve and Kenny are talking about Scorpion? Why not? Yeah. Sure. Someone said something about... You press start on it, it's Sub-Zero too. Yep. But why not? You get all, all, yep, get, all get the ninjas. Color, yep, no problem. Free. Yeah. Done and done and done. It's all happening. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's Mugen. It's nonsense. Yeah. And Sakurai will feed you until, until you die. Like that, you, you don't die. Oh, you don't die? Remember that Yoshi's Island commercial? No. Oh, you don't? No. There was a Yoshi's Island commercial where there was a man that liked food. I do remember this now. So they kept feeding him. Yes, that's right. And feeding him. Yes. And feeding him. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what happens? He explodes, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. But he didn't die? Well, I don't know. All right. We so don't know what happens. We don't, you don't see the evidence. I'd like to think that you get to you get to suffer through more than you ever want as more DLC, see, more DLC, you see that, that, and more that DLC screenshot comes. going around of this guy going, go review bomb every one of SNK's games, yep. go do this. We can't let them get away with this, and it's like holy shit, guys. Yeah. You think I got money to pay for this, this SNK? They might even have a season nine where they just say, fuck the barrier, break the walls down. Here comes Finn and Jake. Here comes Steven Universe. Here comes uh, 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 that fucking Clarence and the blue cat <laughs> and the goldfish. <laughs> like, here comes Cartoon and Network. And the final, it's Walter White. That's right. Walter White <laughs> in Smash. Oh my god. Um yeah. So yeah. But hey, uh they also announced um You know who they should actually put in? Who should they actually put in, Pat? Instead of Sora? Who should they put in instead of Sora? Mickey Mouse. Mm, Donald Duck. I don't know, man. Mickey Mouse? That's like that's a get. Yeah, but Donald Duck, uh, as in his Kingdom Hearts form, solving all the problems. You Actually, just saw you know that clip. You know who's more likely? Sephiroth. Uh, I feel like Sephiroth is a more likely appearance. That remake's coming along, everybody! March 2020. Yeah. They showed the graphic. You seen that graphic? I did. Looks good. Key visual. It's it's They remade it, you guys. Um, I'm putting that on the docket too. You can check it out. It's Cloud staring up at the at the big thing. It's the box art. It's Lo- the box art. Looks good now. I mean, Cloud looks different, but the reactor looks almost fucking identical. Yeah. Just up-res. So it's good. That's what you do. Um, we're six months away. That's crazy. Well, until they delay it for two years. <laughs> <laughs> the cynicism is just... FF13 versus man... That was 10 years. Fabula Nova Crystallis, motherfucker. And don't... Hey, don't you roll your eyes and smile in cynicism. You were in that company while that shit was going on. I can only imagine how fucking frustrated people were getting behind closed doors. Those are not podcast stories. <laughs> we move on. Those are not for air. Uh, Rogue Company... Was this this weird ass thing that showed up? Um, proper jank, guns and running and shit. But that game looks. Nah. It looks. It looks like a. Oh shit! We're out of games on the channel. 
what do we do to fill for this weekend? This Let, one. Let's go play Rogue Company for a while. Well, it's, no, it's no Marlow Briggs. Certainly not. SNES games coming to uh, Switch Online. Yeah. Um, Yoshi's Island is there. Stunt Race FX is there. Super Metroid is there. Once again, Mario Kart's like 30 games. Link to the past. And they'll be added irregularly so, over you know. time. Tetris 99. Yeah, it gets a bunch of new stuff. Yes, I am so pumped that they keep actually giving this game love. I, it makes no sense to me. Like, I have no reason to think that they would continue caring about it, but they're caring about it a lot. They're tying it in with, with, um, um, fucking whatever, fuck, three houses, fuck shits. <laughs> they're tied, they're doing some fucking Fire Emblem bullshit, and they're doing all these new modes, and there's a physical copy that's gonna exist now, and like, it's such a crazy full package compared to, the free thing that they released suddenly without warning the other day. Uh, Tetris 99 is fucking great, and I'm super happy to see them fleshing this out. Unexpected, and I love it. Hell yeah. I remember watching that and go, oh, there's a game for Wooly. He will enjoy the Tetris. But would you have expected seasons of DLC? Oh, of course not. So there we go. It's fucking Tetris. <laughs> Lovely. Damon X Machina, we talked about it. The, and Okay, yeah. There was an announcement... That was the most targeted, specific one. Do you remember? No, I don't. They said they're porting to the Switch Jedi Knight 2 Jedi oh, Outcast. yeah, that. I flipped my shit. Like, you want to talk about laser-focused on a specific one that's, that's that people the, have been talking about for That's years. one of the greatest games of all time. That specific one. Yes, that one. Not the one before. Not the one after. That, that one. one. <laughs> that's the good one. That, like, that's such a specific pick that, like, people are in their ears telling them the right shit. Yeah. Right? Um... Who's that? Like the LucasArts people or whoever is in charge yeah. of all of this? Which one of these is the good one? This one got it. This is the one people wanted. This is the one they're getting. And who knows? Maybe it'll have some of uh, those fun mods applicable in it. It will not. No. But There's not, no, no way no, on this no, planet. No, not, not actual user created shit. But maybe there'll be like wacky cheats and fun stuff. There's one wacky do. cheat that I know won't be available. Which is G underscore saber realistic no limb space one. No. But you know what? That game was still super fucking sick even without that. Yeah, that game's incredible. Yeah. Dueling. Also weird that they're re-releasing a Star Wars game that is so explicitly anti-canon. Yeah. <laughs> now especially. Yeah. Um, visually, like, yeah, not fun. even that updated. It's just running... It's running better. It's running what it used to look like. Just it, it's it's that like um, N64 models being emulated kind of yeah. thing. Super sharp looking, low poly. Yeah, it looks good. I like it. Yeah. So what a fucking pull on that. So surprising. <sighs> that game's incredible. Uh, Witcher three. They already announced that. We saw real footage of it, and congrats. We figured out how that game will be running on the Switch. It will be running badly. At a very low resolution. That is how they will do it. How much worse does this look? It looks very worse. Ooh, that horse had no <laughs> no skin. Ooh. It look it looks I would like to start saying that. It looks very worse. It looks like 
Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, it actually looks like Skyrim. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a shiny horse. <laughs> big, big shiny, very, very shiner. Very shiner horse. Um, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection. You gotta sell Rogue somehow. Rogue is getting ported. So, I mean, to be fair, they launched it on a last-gen, sure, like, console, so whatever. That was weird. People missed it. That's fine. Here comes Rogue. Um, Dauntless for other... Uh, that game's bad. I'll tell you this right now. Dude, I, that is... People are... There's a huge Dauntless fucking... They're wrong. Hardcore. Okay, well, fight them. I will. Here's the fight. Your game's bad. Dauntless... Dauntless's shot was that the Monster Hunter games were trapped on the 3DS. And then Monster Hunter World got announced, like, a couple months later. And then their lunch got eaten. Well, I I would rather play... You say that as if the numbers back up your claims. Except that Dauntless is very popular. Dauntless is free. Yeah. And it's getting ported. It seems to be doing well. I Whatever, it's doing well. It's not good. Wooly, I've played almost every single monster hunting hunting genre game that there is to some I'm not, degree. I'm not it's, arguing that it's, it's good. It's not a good game. I'm not arguing that it's good. I'm just arguing that Wooly, I'm not arguing anything other than it, it is not good. Okay. Okay, because you said their lunch got eaten, and I'm like, eh, or it, it's still, like, fucking... I see it, oh, at, dude, I see it what, at every trade when, show. When Monster I Hun- see it cra- I see when Monster Hunter World came out, it absolutely ate their lunch. They were they were still in beta at the time, and like you could feel the depression coming off their updates. When you say ate their lunch, I would assume that means like like stole their thunder and now like it's gone. But it's like I see Dauntless every packs. I see. All right. Well, if their thunder isn't stolen, then my mistake. Let me add to that. Steal their thunder. Don't play Dauntless. Play almost any other hunting action game. You will very likely enjoy yourself more. I have no horse in this race. I don't give a shit about Dauntless. All I can say is I see it everywhere and mm-hmm. i see a lot of people talking about it all the time so it, it feels like it's just one of those listen Wooly, i go to every trade show right outside of my vision that's always there. i go to every trade show and i see the evil zone booth there and there's always lots of people lining up to play it uh and, you know i know it's free but like evil zone it, like street fighter didn't eat evil zones lunch man okay it's really i mean it's really popular dude like we can just use real world examples of shit i don't give a fuck about but i know you don't give a fuck about evil zone <laughs> <laughs> um anyway yeah it's uh it's it's coming uh call of cthulhu that's a good port vampire i thought it was vampire vampire yeah whoever Whoever picks the pronunciation for their game. Vampire. Hey, um, this is a bit of a, a side tangent. You know what drives me fucking crazy in any game or mm-hmm, movie? Mm-hmm. When, it, say, let's say it's a vampire game. Mm-hmm. You have some characters read it as vampire and mm-hmm. other characters read it as vampire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have spoken to you guys and told you to pick one. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. I don't understand that game. Although still. AC New Horizons could be any of the franchises. Could be an Assassin's Creed game for sure. Fuck. Yeah. 
Uh, Astral Chain New Horizons going back to reclaim the old world. There it is. That's the game. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That so, is not a Definitive Edition. That is a remake. You see the those comparison screenshots? That is not an upscaled or better running game. Like, they're redoing the models. Really? They're adding more grass. They're That is a remake. That's insane. It is weird they are calling it Definitive Edition when it is not. It is totally a remake. They're even talking about adding a new zone to the game. Maybe they're not remaking all of it? I don't know. It, it looks way better. Like, the word remaster would be more applicable then, and you would assume they would use it. But wow, that's that's really nuts, if so. And it's good, because that game's great, but it's tr- like the Wii is old. I feel like uh, the, the waft of enjoyment um, was stronger on this than it was on uh, Chronicles X. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's true or not. But I noticed you didn't even mention two. No. You're right. Okay. You are right on both of those. Okay. That's just the feeling. Yes. The feeling that the I got. The feeling is accurate. Okay. So this is a good. Yes. 2020. Um, and then, yeah. Shulk's the one that got to be in Smash. Yep. Goemon, costume, yay. And uh, then, yeah, Banjo-Kazooie and Sakurai doing his two-handed nonsense. And Nintendo brought a lot. Unless you like Metroid or, or it's SMT. The thing that almost, like, you know what? I was going to say it never gets old, but it's actually starting to get pretty old. But it's still... <laughs> It's, but it's still it's still funny for at least a second every time is someone just playing a, a round of the latest update of Smash and just posting a screenshot of eight characters and going, I can't believe this is real. Yeah, it's getting dumber every time. And it's though. just like, oh, who's it going to be this time? And it's like, oh, yeah, Sans just beat Snake Sans Undertale. With, with Sonic and, and Pac-Man and Cloud and just, yeah, video games, nonsense, fucking Mugen. Yeah. Well, I think we're at the point where you can fill the eight-man roster with all not Nintendo characters. Of course you can. So, you, you could have done that a while ago. Yeah, but that's like, that's stupid, right? And it's all A-lister, not Nintendo characters. Yeah. That's the significance. Um. Yeah. So we still haven't gotten Solaire. He's <sighs> it's coming. Everyone forgot about Solaire, but Dude, it's coming. I would cry a tear. It's coming. Everyone I would forgot for real. Cry a big tear. A skeleton is gonna drop and die, and then it's gonna leave a little item, and he's gonna pick it up, and the bottom of the thing will go, and it'll be invitation, and then you'll go to the item description for it. And it'll be a fucking blurb about joining Smash. And then he'll touch a he'll touch a summon sign and he'll fade away. And then he'll reappear in the stage and it'll go boom. Solaire. Are you just coming up all with this like that? Off the Because this the is all cuff. this is I would actually expect something like what off you were cuff, describing. Right? And he'll appear and he'll do the pose and uh uh Solaire praises I guess she praises the sun, whatever. So, and then, and then the stage that he's fighting in will be some fucking. Uh, it'd, ar- be icon- it'd be Lordran. Ar- it'd be Fire Uh Either Firelink or um, Arnolando. Yeah. But Arturius will be flipping around in the background. Yeah. Doing cool shit, walking around, being not playable, but very much present as a background character as it plays the Firelink Shrine music. Which that is one of a couple of soundtracks you can play. So I think we've made the decision. Done. 
is that Smash trailers are best done outside of Nintendo Directs if possible. And outside of here is a Smash Brothers trailer. Summon signs appear from moment to moment in the stage. Yeah. And if you're playing with uh, hazards on yeah. and items on, you can walk over to them and whoever stands on them and crouches summons an NPC. Famous NPCs from the Tarkis Marshall. shows up and swings around for a while and then taunts and fades away. Oh, I'm upset. That's super good. You're super right and good. But, like, they should have a Dark Souls 4 trailer, and at the end of the trailer, you hear Solaire, and he walks up, and you're like, oh, cool. And then he he picks up the invitation, like, at, at the Game War. Like, the, the, the Joker one's still the best one, by far, because it, it was, the word Nintendo was not talked about for, like, an hour mm-hmm. before it happened. Mm-hmm. And all it was, the, the fucking invitation just turned, you went, oh! Mm-hmm couple of alt costumes for Solaire. Yeah. You know? Oscar. Yep. Yeah. Lucatio. Yeah. Just fuck it. Summon fucking uh, Onion Knight. Onion Bros. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh... And of course, it's going to have music from all three games. Yeah. So it's not just going to be part yeah. one and, or part two or part... You know, so. Easy. It's happening. All right. That's pretty if much... If that happens for the next character, you're going to go down in the books as a future teller. I mean, if that's how it goes down and it doesn't go down in that way, someone's not doing their job. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, man. And hooray. Yay. Also confirmed. Not on the direct, but uh, on its own later. Undernight Inbirth EXE late CLR confirmed for the Uniclear. Switch. Uniclear is coming to the Switch. Uniclear and sounds PS4, like a fucking acne product. We just give up trying to like this is this franchise don't we don't we leave it alone. We leave it alone. Walking through Japan, seeing the shirts that they had on sale at the, at WeGo and all their other like hip joints where they have these just like. There's a bunch of gibberish shirts that uh, Rach and Austin and Steph all bought, and I would have bought a ton myself, but obviously there are no woolly sizes in Japan. But I love the gibberish, and I love the paragraphs of nonsense, um, and this game is dedicated to that spirit, that feeling. <laughs> that feeling of English as a fancy, cool thing to see. It doesn't matter. Don't read it. Um I mean, I was walking through the store, like, guffawing at shirts, and it was kind of like, I wonder if they even know or can tell why or what. I wonder if the, if, if the trendy kids shopping here even understand remotely what's going on here. And the funniest part was one of the ones I saw had uh, kanji on the side as well, and even the Japanese was gibberish garbage, too. That's great. So it was just, it was right across the board. That's fantastic. Take some mails. Hey, if you want to send a mails, go down to uh, Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. Well, don't go down to it. Send a letter to it. Yeah. I had somebody try and fucking juice the podcast email line 
they sent in a donation it was like hey my friend sent in this email can you let Wooly know that i sent it in so it's right on the podcast I'm like no was it a good email i don't know what it was about i didn't i didn't re- i've i've erased that part from my mind okay i think it was about spoilers or something because i've gotten people doing the double tap on other forms of social media or in other places discord reddit etc i'm not going to let money influence the email selection process if if like, it'd be pretty funny if it's like was it a good email it's like no okay well um well anyway we got one coming in from uh satsui dear leroy smith and ginger torbjorn I'll live with this. In light of Terry's reveal and the subsequent announcement that there were even more characters on the way past the initial six, I initially started seeing, uh, I already started seeing the new quote unquote smash pole chart involving Japan, the US and the EU with their own top 10. Yeah, we mentioned this. Yeah. In fact, I think they just went through the replies, right? And just went through like how many people requested people. Japan, number one, Lloyd from Tales. What the fuck? It's funny that, it's funny that like this collection of data is based entirely on the most useless place that this request could be made that's correct it's like if i shout it out in a reply on twitter that's where they'll listen right well i guess so actually i mean they did the character polls but that was a while ago that was quite a while ago uh it was before everything became possible it looks like your typical guest list for the current twitter user doom guy master chief dante and the like but then on the eu and the u.s lists Gino, I see him, the universal indicator of falsehoods. <laughs> the second I laid eyes upon him, my mouth was flooded with the taste of lies and deception. I've been thinking about it. Does he actually have a chance? I can feel Pat saying no already. Considering Ridley, King K, and the newly resurrected Banjo and Kazooie, I feel there's a much larger realm of possibility for characters. However, it's likely not just Nintendo ones. My question is, is it better to reject all information that doesn't come straight from the horse's mouth, or is there some room for it? Best regards, Satsui. All right, so I feel very strongly about this. Characters that get in as costumes can show up in the next game as full-fledged characters, but not again in the same game that they got costumes released I've for. been saying that forever, that the rule has not yet been broken, yeah. where someone came in as a costume and then got turned into a Like I think boy. it is now very likely that Sans will be a proper, fully-fledged fighter next time. Let's call it... Let's call it... For, well, hold that thought. Because one, let's call it the Pinocchio rule. Okay. And uh, two, the Pinocchio rule has never been broken. All right. Right? Three, when you say next time, you speak as if there's going to be a sequel to Smash Ultimate. Of course there is. You're... Okay. Um... There is no possible way, in my opinion, you can follow up on this insanely... Ma- the whole point, the end game of Sakurai feeding you till you are full and crying is that when you decide, when Nintendo knows later on they're going to need more Smash in some way, shape, or form, it's not going to be trying to live up to what you just did. It's going to be probably, in my opinion, a new take, a reboot of some kind. You're fucking crazy. That's absolute absurd bullshit. You think they're just going to take Ultimate and just go Ultimate again? Yeah. And just add more? Absolutely. Wow. That's what the whole series has become about. You're you're fucking nuts. If that if I think Nintendo th- was smart, 
when they made those deals for Cloud and for Banjo and for so-and-so, those deals include whatever the fuck they had to do to get Snake in again, which is, this is a Smash character now. No, this is a game with the name Ultimate. I think that word has a reason to to exist. I think it's called Ultimate the, for a reason. It, it doesn't matter. I think this is the final. It'll be called Smash Supreme. It does, like, I think this is the final Smash as we know it. You're fucking crazy. I think Smash will continue. I just I don't think they're going to try to Wooly, one-up this. I remember you saying the exact same thing to me on the podcast about fucking Brawl. About Brawl. I remember saying, how, where do you go from here? I, that's, that and then was, you said it again for Smash for the Wii U. They can't just keep adding characters. They'll have to cut. They'll have to do a reboot. And then the Ultimate now has more characters added than any other game ever before. They're just going to keep adding them. I don't think so. I think this one is coming in so hard and so fast and so over the top with its picks that there's likely going to be a break point once this is done. But I also think this is going to continue for a while. I think that... I think we're going to actually end up possibly skirting up against 100. I think that the likelihood that what you are describing, some kind of reboot, is zero. I do, however, think the possibility that there isn't a, I'm going to use big air quotes, new Smash game for the next platform. That the Nintendo Switch Wii U or whatever comes out and they just roll forward, hey, this is Smash Ultimate with all the DLC. And there's also 10 new DLC characters coming over the next two years. I wouldn't be surprised if there was an announcement for Shin Smash or some sort of new, like, literally a, like, we're, we're, we're doing something else after Ultimate. I feel like this is based off of actually nothing. It, 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 like your your emotion here is based off of nothing. Smash is the most successful it has ever been, and they are going to reboot it because it's based off of. It's a weird place to go with it, but it's based off of that um, MK Armageddon style. This is everything, and then we go somewhere else. Yeah, but that kind of that series had a bunch of reboots. We, it could be. MK4 was have, a reboot. I, I'm, 5 I'm, was a reboot. Dude, it's just, it's a feeling I have looking at the fact that, like, I feel like this is, this is called Ultimate. There's this, this character list is going to go for an, a while. Uh-huh. It's going to build and build. And I think it's going to hit a point but, where it becomes almost impossible to follow. Well, Ultimate Alliance has three games. What does the word matter? In the context of Smash, I'm saying, in this case, it was like Smash Brawl, Smash Melee, Smash 4 Wii U. It is just, it's, it is just a feeling. But I feel that, like, the amount we're looking at here is getting to a point where, like, it will be a very hard act to follow. So, and I just realized what we're actually talking about. Sure. We're talking about Pokemon. It's the same thing. People have been saying people have this argument for years and years and years and years and years, and now they are totally they did both that roster with they um, did add to Pokemon's roster and then they did restart everything and then but they've never gotten a reboot or a rethink they just removed half the roster. But I mean, there was a point in the middle of the franchise where it was like, "Here's the new 150, fuck the old 200 or yeah, sure, but like." You're talking about, like, a different type of game. Like, Smash is now a different thing. 
Like, I think in the way that, like, I mean, Brawl is not the same engine that was... They didn't just build Smash 4 on top of what Brawl was. And Brawl was not just built on top of what Melee was. No, but they're obviously the same type of game. You so there will, be, there will be a future to this franchise. I just don't think it's going to be Ultimate Forever and then Ultimate Plus in, in, in every other uh No, it'll be iteration. Supreme. I don't... I, I think, like, the idea that Smash in its, in, like, gameplay form is stuck in this game mode because the amount of assets they've already made means they can never rebuild all of these from scratch. No, they totally can. Smash makes a million shitzillion dollars. What are you talking about? And, the, and then licensing, of course, is just complete nonsense from game. Well, the licensing, they should have made deals that are like this. We can use this character in Smash. We can we can just use it. Anyway, this is complete nonsense, baseless speculation at the end of the day. It's just a feeling. But that's how I feel about it. I feel like this... I feel like Smash Ultimate feels like a significant moment in the franchise and chapter. Like, I remember having this exact conversation on the podcast before Smash Ultimate even came out. And then it came out. And they're like, there's nowhere they can go. And then they added, like, now they're adding 10 DLC characters. I got and now there's nowhere they can go. I have nowhere further to go with this conversation besides what I've already said. But to answer his question, I don't think the uh, Pinocchio rule has been... Broken. Why, why, do you, why are you talking about Pinocchio? That's the one part I, I don't... Can you define that? The Pinocchio rule as in they come in as a costume. Okay. And then they get turned into a real boy. Oh, okay. That's why it's called Pinocchio. Okay. If Sans gets turned into a real character in this world, or if Gino gets turned into a real character... Yeah, next time around. But if he gives... No, if, if Gino gets turned into a real character in Ultimate, it's like he's already there in... No, in, it'll in, be in the sequel. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about what we're talking about in this email right now. Yeah, no, the, I, I agree with you. That I don't think they'll ever break that yeah, Pinocchio rule. I don't think that'll happen. I think that's like a test bed. Hey, Zero this... is in there as a, as a as Yeah, a it'll be in the next costume. time. Um, then, uh, assist trophies as well have, have made the crossover. Yeah, right? Shovel Knight will be in next time. So, you know. I'm Bom- going to start drawing up a fucking roster for Smash Ultimate 2 right now. Bomberman never made it playable. That's upsetting. Because Bomberman's the shit. Nobody cares, but Bomberman's great. I will say this. If 10 years from now, like, Smash is just still Ultimate plus more, that'd be... That'd be a good goddamn title. Let's go, let's go buy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate plus more. That would be pretty... That'd be pretty lame, I think, if it was literally just that forever. Because... um Again, at the very least, there's a moment of platform switch, like engine switch, mm-hmm. you know, recreate and start and start from scratch and build something else up. Um, they could just be like, here it is again with all the 90 characters and a couple more. They could. That totally could be the case. It just doesn't seem likely to I me. feel like that's what Smash 4 to Ultimate was. It Definitely. I think, but I think, I think, like, I think Smash 4, my entire narrative of, like, you're just getting everything is because it feels like every Smash up until now, they've been kind of, like, they're still holding back on the big requests, you know? There was still, like, walls up and you'd get a couple characters, but it feels like well, this, I'm sure they're trying their best. But it feels like with Ultimate, when they first, like, like, they dropped those inklings and then all the floodgates came open and everyone that was ever speculated or was mainly hoped for got scraped up and thrown in 
you know? Like, Banjo-Kazooie is a specific-ass choice that people wanted, that Xbox yeah. pushed, that got thrown in there. You know, like, that, like Ultimate represents we're listening to what everyone wants now. Yeah. You know? So what happens when we just, when you, that hits its natural conclusion? Goku. Yeah, sure. But what happens when that happens? What happens after that? Uh, Dick Clark. <laughs> I mean, Jackie Gleason. You know, like, there's going to be a point where it's like, okay, the Switch is now ending as a console. Yeah. We're moving on to the next thing. You, yeah, you could just keep it, keep it going forever, I suppose. But I just, I think Sakurai, knowing him and knowing how he's looking for a place to die, he's been looking for. I don't a- think Sakurai's the be all end all for Smash. I think he wh- had the choice to not make Brawl because they announced it without telling him, which is the funniest thing. And in the world. he went, "Fuck you, you pieces of shit! You know I have to be on it." Whether or not Sakurai's on it, Nintendo's going to keep making smashes, as proven by the fact they'll announce the games without even talking to him. And he will work himself sick every time, and they will not remove and him. And then he'll die. Despite your, your, your demands that they remove him from the project, he won't And stop. then he'll die, and then they'll prop his skeleton up in a chair with a, with a GameCube controller in his Sakurai head. is looking for a tree to sit down under and close his eyes. Well... That's why I think this not is before I get Sora, motherfucker. <laughs> you will get Sora, but then he will sit down under that tree. That's why I think no this is one the more. Final. I think that that's why I say this is the final. Why this is ultimate because he is looking for a place to lay his fucking sword and and just hold it and then fade to black and white. In that in that uh, um what's it called um. For whatever uh, uh, Ashtano Joe, yeah, that Ashtano Joe pose. They want Sakura is looking, waiting to look down and smile and just fade into black and white because he's that's it, man. And then they'll move on past his memory and make a Master Chief playable. It'll be Smash, but will it? I was blown away to see Steve as number five on that U.S. list. Yeah, people really want the people really want Minecraft in there. In fact. I t- I showed you that angry post. Um, Steve, I hope we answered your question, buddy. Um, Poyo from Rock. Hey there, Waddle D and Waddle Dreads. Quick hey, question for Wolves. Although Pat can join in if he has an answer. What's your favorite Kirby move set, and why is it Yo-Yo? Also, play Paper Mario. I have a clear clear favorite of all the Kirby styles. But I'd be curious to know if you have one. <sighs> I'm struggling, man. I, I I think the last full Kirby game I actually really played at length was the one on the NES. So, I know some people are probably thinking to themselves, oh, it's, it's gotta be Knuckle Joe and Fighter Kirby. Nah, that's too easy. You're fucking wrong. It's suplex for 110 reasons. Mm-hmm. Because there's 110 throws you can fucking do with it. Suplex is the greatest. It's the best. And I can use that and only that for an entire playthrough and have fun the entire time. Suplex fucking Kirby all the way. Yeah. No question. Um, Kevin? Interface spoilers. Dear Wooly Bear and Patterpillar. What? Ever found yourself... I find myself replaying... Uh, amazing mirror and exploring all the weird little quirks of its map. One of those quirks is you can only get 
for you can or blah you can only first get to the last world through out of the way warp stars and i thought to myself this would have been a really cool thing to stumble upon unawares like kanto and pokemon gold and silver right if it weren't clearly marked on the map in the first area the game gives you have you ever had something in a game that you wish you t- it took more time and effort to find out I can't think of anything right now. I thought when he said interface spoilers, I thought it was going to be something different. Like knowing exactly how many party members you're going to have by how many slots there knowing are. How many party, knowing, knowing when you walk up to somebody that has a giant portrait that's like, oh, yeah, you're just you're waiting to become an S-Link or a party member. Yeah. Right. You're significant because you're just some rando NPC with a huge piece of art. There's a there's a really there's a really uh, fun RPG that spoils a part of its plot because there's a character that has a portrait, but nothing else. Mm. And it's the only character in the game. that's like that. Mm. And you're like, huh? And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, so subtitles with names is a big one. That's yeah. It's right. not generic guy, it's character so-and-so. talking, yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck, well, thanks. That's I, a huge game. I have a very real interface spoiler that I, I am playing through with Control recently, but it also, uh, a lot of games do this. So you turn on subtitles in Control, right? And there's the a mythical, the board, magic, demon, th- I don't know what the fuck they are, right? And they talk in nonsense garble speak, right? Like, right? But the subtitles are are clear and shows you what all the overlapping lines are. Mm. So you just read it mm. and you understand what the fuck they're saying. Mm. There's other games in which you're sneaking up on somebody and they're supposed to be just out of the range of your hearing. But the subtitles kick in so and you get to see everything you, yeah, they're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's why Whisper has to be a lock mechanic and not like a literal distance thing. Yeah. Um, I just played through Metal Combat 2, Falcon's Revenge. And that has a great thing where you go through a circuit and then after you complete that map, the next map shows up. And it's that super cool, fun thing we love where the thing you're looking at, you have your open up the map moment and there's way more shit to do than you thought you were originally confined Mm -hmm. to in this box. If your map gives away where you're going to go and what you're going to do and the dots you're going to get to and there's no reveal to that that's interesting you fucked up even if it's the map scrolling to the right you can do things in such a way that it doesn't reveal everything right away be creative with that so i'll go for what i would call an interface anti-spoiler in that it hides something that you would otherwise always be able to see Mm -hmm. and it is from a very flawed game and it's the best thing in that game in fallout and those types of games, you have the world map, and the world map is a fucking square, right? And in Fallout 3 and New Vegas, when you walk up to the edge of that square, you j- you just stop. It's an invisible wall. In Fallout 4, in the bottom left corner of the map, the story tells you to go there and says, go find it. And you walk into the bottom left corner, and it's an irradiated fuckhole. And then you keep going and keep going and you wander right the fuck off the side of the map into an area outside the game's grid. And it turns out there is a secret, significant second square to the bottom left that exists all the way off the top of the map. Cool. That it hides from you. That's cool. And the way it works is like, imagine like a picture frame. 
And, like, the picture is the map. And then the frame is just the frame. You're essentially, like, walking out of the photo into the frame. Mm. Way out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's it's a place that's all irradiated, so it's supposed to be weird and confusing and unsettling. And you do so, like, in a place that, like... It's weird because it's only the interface that led you to believe you wouldn't be able to go there. Mm-hmm. But it's the interface from three or four different games. Mm. And as you cross that threshold, and you go, where the fuck? Like, all of a sudden, you start... The only th- you were conditioned to think this was... And it. you're like, wait, so where is the end of this? Does mm-hmm. it go on forever? Mm-hmm. Does it... Where else is... And it's it's super, super cool. Nice. Smart. I like that. Playing with your the expectations. The best part of that game, easy. Yeah, that sounds really rad. Uh... I'd love, I'd love to to design a game where there was a meter underneath your life bar for the entire game that did nothing, and and I don't, and I'd want to see how many hours in before you just stopped seeing it, until eventually at the end of the game you get the thing that starts using it. It'd be it'd be interesting to see like at what point do you just not see that interface anymore? There's there's fun stuff in a lot of games. It's what you have your UI and then in the UI it's all nice and flush except for this one part that's like suspiciously blank. Mm. And you're like, is this going to fill up with a fucking gauge? Like, yes it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? That'd be fun. Uh And lastly, we got one coming in uh from Ali, and he simply says, um, so my uncle is a beast at Tekken. Many years ago, uh, my uncle decides, hey, I'm coming to America. He comes in, and his first question is, do you have Tekken here? At that time, I knew of it, but I didn't have it. So we went out to a GameStop, and we picked up a copy of the newer ones, Tekken 6. What followed was an utterly, was an utter curb-stop symphony by, by a foreign Tekken beast lord. So my family's from Pakistan, like uh... the boonies. Uh, Wazirabad. Wazirabad. Out in the middle of nowhere, open air sewers and everything. Not much to do there, but play, pr- play cricket, go out with the guys, go pray, uh, knock off really? game systems, stuff like that. But what there was for some reason was Tekken cabinets, one, two, and three. For the low, low price of getting hustled out of their rupees for tokens, they could not die out in the 100 plus degree heat playing cricket, 37 plus for, uh, Celsius for non-burgers. And pass the time playing Tekken. Uh, every even blah. Even after many years and many many matches with him, I haven't managed a single victory, not once. Every time I think I've got him, he raises the skill ceiling, reaches a new level of Super Saiyan, Super Tekken God, Super Tekken. Don't underestimate the secret foreign beast lords. All right. Well, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. That email before last. First of all, yeah, Pakistan's going nuts. Second of all, the email before last about spoilers is the word the context of spoilers in the title of that email. Yeah. Like it's called the context of spoilers. No. Okay. It's called interface spoilers or things you wish were surprise mechanics. Okay. Why? Because it's remarkably similar to the email that I was supposed to have told you to read for money. <laughs> oh, and I'm now worried. Well, then oh, maybe no. it was a good question after all. Fuck. I can I can look up. Yeah. I will have to check later. Do you remember the name of the person? Uh, it was a friend of his, so it wouldn't wouldn't come up. Hmm. I will I will check with with this later on the Twitter. Well, if he managed to make it in with a good question, then good for them. They did it without your help. You wasted your money. Appreciate it though. 
Yeah, all right, that's podcast. You see that Project Resistance trailer? Oh, the re- RE thing? No, yeah, the thing with no details at all. So there's footage now? Nope. I saw the CG trailer. I, I, we talked about the screenshots. Yep. But I didn't they showed see. off the trailer that those screen, CG screenshots are from. Okay. I saw the new starter that said Mr. X is in it. Mr. X is in it, and he's. it looks like he'll be controllable by a player character. So you might actually be getting what you wanted. Yeah. You might be getting a new Outbreak. It, it, the characters really, really, really look like Outbreak, and they they have melee weapons, and it's like, this is. I hope this is Outbreak. If someone's playing Mr. X, that sounds a lot more like Outbreak and a lot Outbreak less. never had that mechanic ever. No, but like, if someone is playing as an asymmetrical, super strong character, yeah. I assume that the others are going to be in weak survival mode. Yeah. And or not, by comparison. And not at, and not just like Left 4 Deading it. But that's more like Left 4 Dead. Well, there are asymmetric. You can play as that. Yeah, it's probably yeah. going to be halfway between Outbreak and halfway between Left 4 Dead. I guess in my head, Left 4 Dead is much more of an action game in the sense that you really yeah. have the ability to. Because Outbreak, Outbreak, I mean, you look at it, it's basically Left 4 Dead. The difference is, is that like the power scaling was much lower. Right, you're not dealing with a thousand zombies per per level. You're dealing with like a hundred. Yeah, but in Left 4 Dead you can kill everything. Yeah, in RE you can't. Hell no, not outbreak. No that's way. that's kind of what. That's yeah. all I mean. So, well, he has no idea what he's talking about. I never do. That's that's his secret cap. We just pretend to know things. There's a microphone in front of my face. That gives me the power. It also makes you dumber. I don't know if you guys knew that, but microphone goes in front of your face, your brain just starts to die. But you get the power to sound like you know what you're talking about. It's like, really good. It's a good feeling. You should learn this by now. It's been a while. All right. Talk with a microphone at people. It's you know powerful. What, you know what I'm about to do? What's that? Move the microphone away. Oh, my God. I'm going to do it, too. I'm 